beautiful uh, dog, his beautiful pup pup, Misha. And uh, thank you guys so much for watching once again. We got Giant Geo in the house. We got Average Centrist. We got Charlie Khan. And one Yo. of our uh, great patrons is here with the psychedelic background. Tux uh -huh. loves you. And I love Tux back. Tux, thank you so much uh -huh. for joining us, brother. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. So, well, let's start with Metaphor Man, just to catch us up on what exactly transpired with the uh, Twitter ban, as well as who you are. For those who do not know you, you are an amazing shit poster on the internet. You uh, are one of the greats, and I truly do mean that, along with Charlie Khan, of course. Like, I think you guys, you know, you're around the same the same rank, I'd say. So, first, uh, why you got into the whole uh, shit posting craze to begin with, why you got banned, and how you... Um, managed to get out of your band so i think like most people on our sphere of twitter they didn't really use it um anywhere near regularly and then the 2016 election happened and everyone kind of you know flocked towards that side there's a lot of um screen caps that i would always see on uh, like pol politics boards and whatnot and it was always from twitter i'm like oh man i gotta get in on this um, and I think most people fell into that and, you know, they, they would like make memes or they make videos, a lot of really good video editors, um, like can't stump the Trump. Um, they all merged out of that era. Um, and I was, I was hundred percent, like that was the only reason why I got followers was cause I was shit posting about the election back then. But, uh, yeah. Um, and you were, I take it a very big Hillary Clinton supporter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always riding with Hill dog, you know? But uh, one of my favorites, by the way, were those kind of like you remember the Burger King mascots, like that version of Pepe the Frog that they made. You remember there was like a black Pepe, there was the skater girl Pepe. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, it the Hill like, Dogs. What, I think that's what, what they're it was doing called. back then was like what people are doing with Wojaks now. You know, where it's just like this universal constant. It's like a template you just paint stuff onto. And Pepe, would you say that now Wojak has uh, overtaken Pepe in the normie sphere? They fully oh. accepted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Far more, far more, um, far reaching than than Pepe was in the election. Because now, like, even just normal people, like, you know, there's like a normal side of Twitter, like people weren't shadow banned. Everyone posts Wojaks. Like the first time you see it, you're like, Wojak? Like you're posting Wojak? But they don't, they don't know the origin. None of them do. And do you think that the Wojak uh, yeah. is the last man of our era? That's <laughs> Wait, no, no, Gio, you got to be consistent. Is it the Wojak or is it the um, is it the uh, Gooner? Because I was going to get into uh, no uh, what is no not November as well and uh, ask well, your the opinions Gooner, on the it. The Gooner is a Wojak, is the Coomer, right? Yes, so, yep. that's why. So uh, Wojak is the. Uh, Compared to the chaotic energy of Pepe the Frog, Wojak would be what? Like, how would you describe it if you could describe it in sentence? Like, I'm curious for everybody here. Like, Metaphor Man, you go first. How would you describe Wojak? Um, in one word, I, I don't think I could. He's just like a universal constant, you know? Uh, where you can make him, like he was saying, into the Coomer. You can make him into, you know, like he's a Chad, like he's all jacked. And then you can make him into, like, the Janny-looking one where he's all... Uh, like an ectomorph and you know like a bottom feeder it's it's just you know the perfect the perfect easel but is there anything that would separate him from a... and there's a part of the 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 peppy in all of us but when but when you but when you but when you say <laughs> that like, there's a part of like one the or the other it's like the pathetic version of 
yourself or like like a stereotype. It's like the pathetic version of a stereotype of somebody, isn't it, in a way? That's how I kind of see a Wojak. Certainly anyway. the, the regular Wojak, but there's also the Chad character with the big beard who's always saying yes and doesn't care. <laughs> but that's not really uh, a Wojak, though. I Wojaks as well. Right, okay. No, I don't I think that like guy's a Wojak. They have to count the Beckys and Stacys. They have to count. Like, all those characters are all... They're all definitely related to Wojak. No, no, no. I fully, yeah, I fully uh, disagree here. No, I don't know who's saying yeah. I fully disagree with that because you have the Viking-looking blonde guy with the mustache. Yeah. He does not look like Wojak in the least. Like, what is, what is about him that elucidates Wojak? It's certainly the posing and the uh, the way that he's used. Like, he's certainly in the the Wojak sphere of characters. Like, he's more Wojak than he is a Pepe. No, no, I think he's he's Peppy, like he's the final, like he's the total Peppy because Peppy is supposed to be this affirmative, like, yes. But the, the gamer head yes says yes to every single, like, wrong think or, like, contrarian take. What uh, is for the Doomer, know, like, uh, the, the yeah. Doomer with the, the one that looks kind of like uh, Tim Pool with the, the beanie and the cigarette? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah like, I'm true. sure all those characters, they all have names, but they all seem to derive from the Wojak. How about yeah. how about this? How about Wojak and Pepe is like left brain, like right brain, where, you know, like according to Carl Jung, you would have the uh, well, not just according to him, but you would basically have the right brain be the more kind of like creative, inspired brain voice of the gods. And then you would have the analytical side, which I see as being much more Wojak like. No, well, OK, why doesn't it fit? Because Wojak. Because the, OK, well, because the Wojak isn't like inherently apollonian in the slightest you know what i mean like the wojak is almost run by either like appetitive emotions or like emotions appetitive wants or other things um whereas peppy is like the apollonian and the dining i feel like stupid just even talking about this like let's <laughs> hold on no before we move on before we move on you got a serious psychological dissection of the Mo you got you got to define what Apollonian is, and I'm we not also Chris Gabriel over here, and we Holy also have shit. super chat, and we also have a super <laughs> chat from Fiesta Van, five U.S. dollars. Thank you so much for that. Saying metaphor, man, what is your opinion on little green little goblins? Green little goblins, like the ones in Lumbridge. I have no idea what this guy's talking about. So if you have nothing to say about green, that, I'm going to move on. Green little goblins. <laughs> All right, Eddie, are we gonna? Yes. Well, there's a lot to talk about. There's a few historic trials going on. There's uh, satanic rituals happening in public where people are dying. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know? But no, yeah, okay, so Apollonian is like, it's not a hard and fast. This comes from like Nietzsche's uh, Birth of Tragedy. Uh, it's like, people describe it as like the analytical or the rational part, but it's much more of the like, like, it's like a combination of, like, the rational and the thumos, whereas, like, the Dionysian is very much, like, the creative, the the frivolic, the whimsical. I mean, I'm not giving it justice. Mm. I mean, Nietzsche has a whole thing, but and you, and it you seems don't, that Pepe is, like, both. And you don't see, in a way, at least how I see Wojak, is a character who is languishing within this very overly materialistic, uh, analytical world. 
like he's stuck in it where Pepe is able to kind of thrive within it and accept yeah. the chaos for what it is. So, yeah, okay, I, I kind of see. So they're neither of those particular, um, although I guess Pepe would be closer to the Dionysian, but they're not exactly them. They're yeah, because like Pepe is them. an agent of chaos. Now, like where, does, uh, where do you guys think the Soyjack, where does he fit in? Oh, Soyjack. I love Soyjack. Um, I would say... Uh, yeah, oh! poor Soyjack. <laughs> With his so, mouth open. Ooh. Where does he fit in? Uh... Dude, uh, oh my god, Tuxedo can share his screen like that. Holy crap. That's... <laughs> so, now this guy, um, Tuxedo the future. Look at this endless. I so, remember one time... My my friend he looked at my phone and I had like a bunch of uh, peppies, and he's like, "Geo, you have so many of them. What the fuck is your problem?" This was like 2016. I mean, sorry. Go, go ahead, Dexio. Oh, um, I was just gonna say, Geo, you've uh, you've interacted with my bot, uh, I think a few times. Oh shit, really? Uh, remember the guy, the the bot that uh, he posts like friendly images and nice Rick and Morty copy pastas. Do like oh, I think I do. Is? Oh my there god. <laughs> oh, the, the, the one with the glasses, the, the like thick looking one with a thick neck, that's my favorite one. What's, like, <laughs> what's so See, horrible about those yeah, kinds the, of Wojaks yeah. is that I've actually met people like that in real life and it just yeah, it makes me die inside every time I see them because I'm just like, I've met people like that. Oh. Oh. Well, there was a uh, there was a person that we had on a recent episode of BTR. I'm not going to say who it is because I uh, value uh. that it came out. But I did see certain pictures of him where he did. <laughs> oh my god, the fucking penguin! I did see. I did see. I, I had. I got roasted in the reply in the comment in like the DM, the group chat for that episode no that was a good episode uh, come on no but there were certain pictures where that kind of open mouth pose was coming in so i think yeah. it, it is it is kind of mimicry of uh, whatever else is going on in the society but uh what about you metaphor man like living the life you're currently living like what is the reason why you even decided to get on the whole trump phenomenon back in 2016 and what were the reactions of people who were around you at the time were you keeping it on the dl as uh, members of the uh, rap community like to say who are secret gay like do you uh do you <laughs> are you secretly gay medical man what are you trying to say dude oh it's not loud and proud or openly uh what, what who I'm radicalized you metaphor man who radicalized you <laughs> what i'm trying to say is that being within the Gays kind of for the trump kind... that's what he's trying to say exactly thanks for trump twinks for trump <laughs> I mean, look. Let's be honest. I don't know what uh, I don't know what Charlie Cotton. We gotta get Lucian Windtrip on the stream. He oh. organized Queen's Fury. Well, I uh, I actually met Lucian uh, one time at a party that I went to at his apartment. And he slipped some into your drink. <laughs> <laughs> and Milo was there. Oh no! <laughs> no, no, Milo. Milo unfortunately was not there, but Ali Alexander was there, and uh, he invited me over. Uh, Jules and I we went to this party, and uh, it was a very nice apartment building. It was very. Uh, I don't know, there were, like, all these uh, heads of animals on the wall. There were oh. all these uh, Salvador Dali paintings, you know. <laughs> it was a very... Uh... So it's like the aristocratic, like, uh, the, the gaze you'd find back in the 
day they were yes cracks, yes i did ask him though if he ever saw fox and his friends by uh werner uh fassbender unfortunately he did not that is a great movie very un very underrated watch fox and his friends one of the things fox and his friends. fox and his friends one thing that i would wish would happen and i know it never will is if the hosts of fox and friends on fox news would do like a screening of fox and his friends and watch it it's about this gay dude played by fassbender who inherits no i think he wins a lottery he gets millions of dollars and then he gets into the company of these more like high-ranking gay people you know kind of like the gay aristocracy within germany and they kind of use him they kind of suck the money out of him as well as sucking other things but anyway like uh, <laughs> they uh yeah money's not the only thing they yeah, suck i could imagine yeah. shep smith on fox news playing that <laughs> that would be wonderful. There's a great scene, by the way, where they're dressed up like the Mario Brothers, except it's like not blue and green. I mean, not red and green. It's uh, red and blue. And they meet this um, this guy named Salem, who's actually in real life. He was uh, Fassbinder's boyfriend, originally from uh, the uh, mountainside of uh, what is that Islamic country that a lot of poets like to go to? Geo. Oh, Morocco. Well. Morocco, um, yes, thank you. Well, yeah, Morocco, but also Tangiers in uh, Tunisia. Yeah, yes, but Morocco. But Morocco, yeah. So he's this Moroccan guy who uh, uh, ended up emigrating to the uh, to Germany, and Fassbinder found him, and uh, they fell in love. And uh, unfortunately, he was very hot-tempered, and he got into bar fights. You know, he got drunk, and he did a lot of drugs, and so it did not work out that well for him. He killed a guy, like he stabbed a guy. And so he had to get a, I think... Sounds like true love. <laughs> yeah, had to. Uh, yeah, they had to bring him to France. They had, they had to uh, save him by bringing him to France, and uh, and also, what's really interesting is that his kids, because he already was married, like he had like this guy Salem. I'm gonna post a picture of him. He had a wife and kids, and he lived in the Atlas Mountains. Like he was just like living like this full-on nomadic life, you know, this very strict Islamic nomadic life. And he ended up going to Germany and uh, falling in love with this, uh, uh, you know, genius uh, German film director. And next thing you know, you know, drugs, booze, and he even brought <laughs> his children. Like he brought his two sons over to Germany. Uh, to have that experience, I guess. Oh, but it's wow, like, no. <laughs> Sounds like a job for Maury Povich. You know? <laughs> yeah, the Euro that's, that's quite the culture shot. Oh, definitely. They did not like Maury it. Maury Povich, apparently a certain Isolab, uh is not the father. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Mm. But here is... Oh, speaking a, of Isolab, yeah. did you see the, uh, the, the, the quarrel between uh, Amy and Heath Woods? That was hilarious. Did you that see that, Lev? That was pretty funny. I thought, like, I, I mean, I thought Keith, obviously, he won that exchange, you know, I mean. I didn't even really understand what the argument was really about. Like, I didn't I didn't quite get it, to be honest. Seemed well, a little strange, to, like she, yeah. maybe she was just PMSing or something, I don't know. But. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, she was really, I don't know, they... They, they they found a way, you know, to make her tick. No, much much but, respect you know, Amy, to Amy is, much, much respect to Amy. But uh, I want to get back to Metaphor Man and ask the question that I've uh, <laughs> basically I've taken the question and I've just thrown it across the room and completely. Uh, he love doesn't want to it. talk about it because Keith would stream snipe last. Uh, stream with uber <laughs> no i i ended up i ended up stream sniping keith from that i gave him a rock solid argument that he could not uh, do anything about because i'm smart anyway uh metaphor 
Metaphor man. <laughs> yeah. Metaphor man. So tell me, like, as far as growing up with people, uh, do they share your uh, particular views? Was there any kind of, like I said again, being on the DL that you had to employ, so your mimetic energy, power level, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that it wouldn't go out and... Uh, make people feel weird if they're not used to that or would you say everybody was on the same page and it was pretty you know just business as usual for you in uh, real life i think most people don't really talk about politics especially not like that so normal po political talk would be like oh yeah you know i support this or you know oh did you hear about how this happened it'd be like slight disagreements about you know what sh we should do about it or if we should do anything but yeah, m most people that I dealt with in real life, like family and um, home home life, um, they're they're just normal. They don't they don't they don't know what 4chan is. They don't know anything too much about the election past what they hear in the news. Or, but uh, a lot of people that I worked with, there's actually a couple of my really close friends knew I had a Twitter, and th this is back when I had like I don't know 500 followers. You know, nothing nothing insane, but um, all those people were like they were. I don't know if they were like on the train or anything, but they, they were keeping up to date with all like the funny stuff that was going on. Um, like the latest, there would always be like the latest media hit on him, you know, where they'd like take something out of context and be like, Oh, did you hear about this? Like, Oh yeah. You know, kind of pretend I never heard about it, but I was, it was like all I see in my timeline all day is about how Trump called everyone rape, not racist, but like rapist, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. And, they, and they so were you were like on the front. Yeah, so. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry, go, go, for it, go, for the question. go for it. Go so for it. Go for it. So, like, you, you were you were on the front lines of the meme wars then, like back in 2016. Yeah, I mean, most of the like the really old posters, some of which, or most of which, are banned. Um, they were all the people who, like, you know how you always have those accounts that you know they're kind of funny. They're really little follower account, but they're like reply to all of your tweets to try and get your attention. Yeah. That was to, like to a T. That's exactly what I did. Um, like, okay. uh, like Jared Taylor Swift, Paul town, all them people. Um, I would always like be in the reply. I was like, Oh yeah. Type some, some dumb quip or something like that to hope getting their right. attention. But uh, Adolf Joe Biden, uh, <laughs> Biden's hair plugs. Yeah. 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 Some That's classes. hilarious, man. Fair dues. And, uh, we right lost a lot of good boys in the meme wars. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, would you, say, would you say you were part of what was called Frog Twitter? I came in after Frog Twitter, so I'm not particularly uh, knowledgeable about what that was. Uh, I don't know if I was ever even considered part of it, but most of my friends, most of the people that I interacted were. Um, but Frog Twitter was just like the the people who basically immigrated from the politics board or video games. What? Because Trump was like ethereal. He was on every single board, TV uh, v, you name it, he was on it. So most of the people who came to Twitter and had like a, fr I think the the term frog Twitter is like everyone just came in with like a default Pepe avatar, and that's <laughs> how they, you know, like Groypers are now. That was that was yeah. them back then. Logo Daedalus, he was also part of Frog Twitter. I remember he was telling us. So it's very interesting just to see how a lot of these different people ended up uh, shifting away, kind of like the frog. Well, you know, a it, lot it, of them. <laughs> Well, like a lot of them came from Salo forums, for instance. I think that, um, like a lot of the posters you see, like Hakan and Loki Julianus, they came from forum culture. Whereas people like Logo and Bap, like Logo and the other guy, came from, uh, I think, like 4chan and like the lit board and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yep, lit, uh, poll, and all like the, the big brain ones. 
I'm not too familiar with Salo Forums. I remember you mentioning that name a lot, Niccolo Salo, Italian guy, I take it, a fellow Paisan. But uh, what exactly is Sa Salo Forums? Geo, are I you? Think, are I think you, Geo would yeah. know better. Yeah. Yo, what about Salo Forums? Yeah, well, I have no idea what it is. What is Salo Forums? Okay, so they were basically like a right-wing forum where like a bunch of other people like Nick Salo and Bap were kicked off of. But they were more like geared towards European type of concepts like Nouveau Droit stuff. Whereas my posting career was more of like American style, like far right politics. So solid forums, they created a whole crop of like very interesting ideas that are even like still relevant to this day. Like a lot of the ideas that you see now are pretty much a lot of them came from either solid forums or my posting career. So like, like for example, Bugman, that was pretty much on solid forums, like, you know, back in like 20, 2013, 14. And what about somebody like uh, Curtis Yarvin, Mencius Moldbug? I mean, he goes all the way back, but uh, would you say that a lot of the things that he talked about were adapted by Sallow uh, Forums or it didn't really play that much of an influence? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was... I think there were certain lurkers on there that like knew Moldbug or whatever, but they like went to create their own stuff like whereas Moldbug was much more in the like rural school blogs hmm. well as far like, as that's what him and bap were talking hmm. about well as far as metaphor man goes when i see you and see that beautiful mordecai avatar and you've inspired me to actually start watching the show believe it or not because <laughs> good show. it is a good show like during that time i didn't watch it now i started watching it again and I really like the energy of it. Uh, one of my favorites was that uh, music video, the one with the Flock of Eagles uh, song, which was also in uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And somebody made that commentary about how this song now unites the uh, regular show fandom and the Vice City fandom together into one. And that energy I see as being like, personally, I like that much more than the right-wing death squad, uh, you know, bright neon colors, which is also 80s, you know, but with the black sun and all that stuff. So yeah. what would you say uh, your positions are when it comes to what you want, not only what you want to get out of life, but what you would, let's say, prefer society to get out of life. Like, how conservative are you? How liberal are you? If whatever those definitions even mean today, but just just in general, like, how do you see? Like, if you were to put, if you were to put your tokens in a particular, let's say, political movement or way of doing things, what would it be? I mean. The system we have in place was really good for a while. Um, I was lucky enough to catch like the, the tail end of the golden age for America. Um, I was born like in the early nineties. So, you know, like the seventies, eighties and whatnot, they were all leading up. And then there's this huge, it was like two or three decades worth of just absolute economic prosperity. Um, and growing up like in a suburban area was like, I, I can't even describe it with words. You know, it was just, it was breathtaking. Like looking back thinking like, wow, it was so amazing back then and thinking in now. And it's like, what these kids have to grow up in with the like quarantine and whatnot. I was like, I don't know how the hell they do it. You know, I, I felt, I truly felt blessed. Um, as far as politics though, I don't know, dude, I'm not, I'm not really smart. Um, I just kind of go with the flow. Um, again, I think what we have in place is good, but I think we're trending towards, uh, towards some really awful stuff. Um, I really don't like the whole uh, mandate, how it's affecting the supply lines, how it's affecting, uh, like day-to-day -day people, you know, like you can't even be employed without it now. 
or you know you will be in the near future uh, but other than that dude i don't know the, you know how bad is it you know uh, you can go to the store you can buy food you know you don't have to you don't have to like ration stuff at least not yet for now yeah yep. <laughs> maybe give it a month or two and i'll eat my own words yeah, yeah it, that happens often. and now you've cursed us what, what were you is he speaking in metaphors this man well when you're talking about eating your own words maybe there's not going to be enough to eat that that's the only thing that'll be able to say <laughs> yeah, yeah but you yeah. just want yeah, treats have fried so words. that's your problem you just want treats yeah. oh, you ever had to fricassee words before yeah oh, sorry go on sorry i just wanted to ask um what made you want to bat for Trump in 2016 then? If you're not like particularly political, what, what drew you to his side? Yeah, I, Trump was like, Trump was one of those figures that doesn't really matter um, what your politics were. Obviously, he was like the, the boomer conservative or whatever. But out of, out of every like politician in my lifetime that I saw, um, like back when I was in college, it was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Obama's running for president. He's going to, you know, he beat out this dude and like he's going to change all this stuff and then when nothing really changed it was like oh well it was all facade yeah but exactly. what, what what really was interesting about trump was very early in the debates like you know he's he's ran for president a bunch of times now i don't know if people know that but he's ran for president or at least participated in debates and you know taken votes and he never really took off so i think when he got in that first debate and they started like you know feeding him a little bit of screen time they're like oh yeah donald trump yeah right it was one of those like, oh, rooting for the underdog. Like, oh, yeah, they, they got to give him screen time now and um, him insulting everyone. Again, it's like I don't even think it's a political thing. I think he's, he's just this larger than life figure that everyone got behind and was like, how cool would it be if this was our president? You know, yeah. obviously <laughs> the ultimate it, shit post. It's the way that he was so who would steamroll opponents in those debates. Too. That was a big part of it. Is that he would talk about how, yeah, I've given money to both sides. Like, I know how this is done. And I know all of you guys are full of shit. And he would just say it like that, just in plain language. You guys are full of shit. For 30 years, you've been doing it this way, saying everything that you're going to do and you do nothing. Why don't you give me a shot? Let's try it out. Let's let's you know, do something crazy. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of? Um, was it? Was the movie with Matt Damon, the one where he's like the politician and he, he gives like a concession speech. And he, he's like totally honest with, with everyone. He's like, I don't even feel like I deserved it in the first place. Like I have this $800 haircut and I have like a control group to figure out what shoes I should wear. All of this makes no sense. And it like really resonated with people. And he had, I, I don't remember the name of the movie, but that, I don't know. It, it reminded me of that. How just someone mm -hmm. who like talks like a human um, yeah. can relate to people. I mean, I, I don't think people would be able necessarily uh live the kind of life that uh trump has lived it's difficult for me to get into uh, his mind as far as whether it's like uh somebody who was able to do certain things by accident and ends up working out uh, a lot of times but uh the people who are part of the quote-unquote establishment whatever you want to call it i think that what scared them a lot about donald trump was that he was a threat to the system that was in place and i'm not saying that to say like oh the system needs to be gotten rid of i mean geo you already know my thoughts on the system you know whatever you want to say there but at the same time I'm kind of, i kind of understand them i understand that what they're afraid is a lack of cohesion but what they may disregard 
is that the cohesion that they have had for a long time, kind of like getting used to the way things are going, there are certain blind sides or certain blind spots. Again, unless we get the mindset that everybody who is in that position just wants to suck out as much as possible out of the people of America, you know, and then uh, leave them high and dry, you know, just yes, like, exactly. That's yes. exactly what they want. Yes. That's but again, it's like when you say they, it's like, how many people are we talking about here? Are we talking about like how many? I can uh, the count 500 on my hand? names. Yeah. The, the, 500, the, uh, have, the, the, names the council. Left. Yeah. The council of 300, you know, the club of Rome, whatever. Anyway, uh, there are still people though, who are not part of whoever those shadowy figures are, but who are just, you know, general, like kind of like Jessica DeLoach, who we're going to have on with Sticks, Hex, and Hammer 666 this Tuesday, by the way. But like somebody like her, like Gio, you've heard what she has to say on this show. I think she's a very level-headed person. And I think she is somebody who does believe in the system and uh, maybe that there are certain blind spots that she and other people around her uh, should be a lot more aware of. Like, I'm leaning more on that being the case as opposed to everybody just being some sadistic asshole that wants to abuse the American people because it's a lot of fun to do so. You know? Have like, you seen her boss eat, Lev? Have you seen a booty man eat <laughs> a, uh, a, a chicken wing? Did you see that, Lev? No. That is a man that is pure evil. Oh, God. In my now, opinion. Now, I, now, I, now I want to see that video. <laughs> His little ratty face just, like, devouring... But again, Gio, there's not that many Pete Buttigieg's out there either. There's not going to be that many people who have what it takes to get to that echelon of power. I'm just talking about more of the people like, not just in government, but in general, like people in business, people who just go with the flow of whatever the fuck happens. I think that the reason why they're scared of somebody like Trump is because it's a very unknown factor what happens when you get somebody who, like, let's face it, whatever uh, people may like about him he fired people who disagreed with him. And if you just take that as a side, like forget your based, feelings. Well, based in red pill. Forget your feelings about you his really policies. You around people that, uh, that don't, uh, don't want to work with you? But see, that, that's the big question here. Because if it's somebody whose policies you like, that's great. If it's somebody whose policies you don't like, who ends up getting rid of anybody who questions them, what then? You know, I think that's the thing that like a lot of those people way, are afraid of. There's a way to, are you sure this is what you want to do, Mr. President? There's a way to ask those questions, like behind closed doors. And then there's a way to come out like MacArthur and just be like, yeah, everything Truman's doing is full of shit. Like this guy's, this guy's an asshole. I mean, like that, two, that, that is a good point about Macar uh, MacArthur. Like we forget that there were these larger than life uh, figures who I do see a lot of... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to compare the two together, but you see what I mean? Like, there's a bit of a diva, divaness about the way that MacArthur made himself known. And he also, I think, fired or just uh, completely ignored anybody who disagreed with him, you know, for better or worse. Wasn't MacArthur the one that was fired by Truman? Oh, God, I don't recall right now. I'm not too, uh, I got to look at the uh, history better. But, uh... I don't know. Average centrist. Since you are an average centrist, do you see what I'm talking about here? Um, a, a little bit. I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? Because like, I do think, you know, if you're in that situation and I think Trump, I don't know, I am kind of speculating here, but I do think Trump was trying something a little different. And I think he was kind of upset in the kind of, you know, what would you call it? Like the kind of placated order that they've got for themselves. So I think that when the, he was being challenged on that, like, 
you know, he, he had a bit of a vision. And when he was when that was being challenged, he got rid of people that weren't kind of catering to his vision. And that can be a good or a bad thing. It's uh, hard to really know. But it seemed like it was going well for a while. I don't know. It does remind me of uh, that show Legend of the Galactic Heroes. There's that quote from that show, like, uh, you know, would you rather have like a shitty democracy or a wonderful dictatorship? I mean, I know what Geo's going to say, but, uh, you know, <laughs> just having this kind of uh, uh, guy, you know, one in a million guy, you know, blonde hair, you know, long blonde <clears throat> hair and, uh, you know, being the ultra power twink that he is, you know, just going out there and ruling the universe. You're not going to get, you <laughs> see Tux's expression, you're not going to get those people all the time. You know, you're going to get a Marcus Aurelius, and then you're going to get a, who came after Marcus Aurelius? A Commodus. Like, or something, Commodus, yeah. yes, exactly. This dude who wore yeah. lion skins, who, like, I think he was a pretty shitty ruler. But anyway, as far as what's going on right now, Metaphor Man, other than the lockdowns, just in general, the, what is the flavor, like the mimetic flavor if you can extract the mimetic flavor of what is currently going on with the American administration, uh, the Biden administration, what would it look like? What would that juice? What would that juice taste like? Uh, like sewage water. I mean, back in back in 2016, there was like this energy, right? You know, everyone was all pumped up. It was like left versus right. You know, like WrestleMania type shit. And now it's just like. Half the country thinks that the election is stolen, so they don't even think that this guy's the president, right? And then, like, the only mimetic stuff coming out of uh, the administration is just, it's mostly negative. Like, what, what's the, the, the trending thing now? Like, the president shit his pants in the Vatican? Well, that's been two different things here. He farted yesterday. And then the day <laughs> farted before, and then he shit it. Okay. Yeah. This is a full-time job <laughs> for Charlie. He just keeps track of, like, all the uh, bowel oh, yes, movements yes. the president Babylon had. Babylon B had a good one the other day. They had a... Uh, it was a Babylon B article about a uh, Secret Service man spotted with uh, Joe Biden's diaper bag. That's foul. That is so foul. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I like foul. To our boys, Babylon B. I think an underused word, by the way, is putrid. I would love people to use the word putrid. <laughs> putrid pile. That's a good one. Said sewer because I was about to just say like poopy. Yeah, but that was the stinky. Uh oh, stinky. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just pure Duke. Yeah, pure Duke. Uh oh, stinky. Uh, Jen, Psa uh, Lisa Boat says Jen Psaki with that uh, gay influencer wearing the Templar's colors. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, actually, there is a whole. It thing. smells like Jen Psaki's brats. There, there, <laughs> there is a whole thing. By the way, I I was hearing rumors about Pete Buttigieg and the um the Knights Templar, but not the Knights Templar, but like the uh, Geo. This is like a Catholic organization. You should know this. The Jesuits? No, not that. Well, I think it's related. I think it's related to the Jesuits. I'm not sure what it is. Opus Dei? I don't know. Probably no. That's what I would guess. No, no, there's another one. Anyway, it's going to come to me later. The Knights of Malta? Yes, yes, Knights of Malta. That's it. That's the one that there are rumors that Pete Buttigieg is a member of the Knights of Malta. So does that mean that the Knights of Malta is not a based organization? Or in your opinion, like, what do you consider about the Knights of Malta? What? I mean, <laughs> what? Where does this rumors come from? What do you think of the Knights and Satan service? Are you a big fan of them? What are they well, based on? I, I, I think the well, they're based on totally uh, the album Love Gun That's and Destroyer. True. I'm sorry, Gio. 
Anyway, I do have to say, by the way, that we have two uh, people of one of four former Mormon and one, I'm not sure, Tux, are you st you're still a Mormon? I'm, yes, I had a meeting uh, today uh, as the ward mission leader, and I was... Uh, oh, no way. Congratulations. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty great. Nice, dude. So for those who do not know, Average Centrist uh, came from a uh, Mormon uh, household, uh, you know, back in, yeah, back in the day. So what exactly would you say Tux has to look, by the way, how old are, actually, I don't see, you look so young, I don't even want to know how old you are. So let's just, let's just forget. No, 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 no I can tell you. It's okay. Fine. Okay. How old are you? I'm 26. Dude, you look so fucking young. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You look like does doesn't he look like fourteen or something? I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it must be a uh, youthful, uh, youthful m Mormon genes over there. I don't know what's going on. Where are you, where are you living, by the way, without doxing yourself? Like, are you around Utah, Salt Lake City, like that whole area? I moved from uh, Maryland to the Midwest. I'm currently living in the Midwest. Midwest, that's around Salt Lake City, right? It's pretty no, close. That's that's no no. All right, fine, no, whatever. I, that's like the Rocky Mountains. I just consider that like, I don't know. It's, uh, think about like, I don't know. I'm uh, not too long of a drive from uh, uh, my birth, or my place where I grew up in Nauvoo. Uh, uh, but in Illinois, I, I'm sorry. I, I'll just say, I don't care. I live in Kansas City. There you go. All right. <laughs> oh. now, now, now we all know. The street so, address. Yes. Yeah. We, we gotta get you can closer. order me pizza. Please order me pizza. <laughs> Is my audio better, by the way? Uh, yeah, That's I think better. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because I was on my phone and now I'm downstairs. Like I'm just your yeah. audio is good. Well, my, now my good mic. Now that are we was... talking about Mormons now. Yes, we were talking about Mormons. <laughs> what about the Knights of Malta? Like, how is? <laughs> oh God, how is this real? But the Knights of real Mormon. life, <laughs> or is this just fantasy? Stuck in the landslide, no escape from reality. Anyway, <laughs> what, what did Logo predict that? Buttigieg was the Knights of Malta? I don't remember. Dude. We have to ask that Jessica Deloge. Yes. If she has to. Uh, well. Yeah, maybe she's a, she's a lady of Malta. Who knows? But uh, the real important part of the stream that I want to get to has to do with the gesture that Metaphor Man is making in that uh, animated uh, thing that I did. And by the way, I had to download the actual, the arcade episode. I had to like extract you know, the uh, frame away from the background, get rid of the background, because I noticed that the actual quality of the avatar that you always use Metaphor Man, it's like very, you know, it's very small, small resolution. So now you have, in any case, if you ever want like a high resolution animated one, here it is. So this is, uh, hold on, it's going to play itself out. Let me see here. Here it is. Now you see it in action. That. Wait, we're, put it on I like the dog. Here. Yeah, the dog. Oh, there we go. everybody loves the dog. Everybody loves That's Misha. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> I never watched um, what was it called? Uh, normal show or regular, show. regular show? Regular yeah. show. Regular Close show. Close enough. <laughs> Pretty fun show. I liked it. I, I saw like, a couple of them. I, yeah, yeah, like I, it, it seemed all right. Like I watched you know, the first uh, few seasons uh, it, of. It's uh, the sort of thing that I feel like uh, I'm probably oh, let's say 15 years too old for the regular show at Adventure yeah. Time, but. When I was flipping the channels and caught them on, I'm like, ah, oh, sure, let's watch some cartoons. Let's see what the kids are up to now. I like Look that at what the... Ralph... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh sorry, Texie, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I like that the, uh, the the boss... Isn't, like, the boss... They're, they're like, boss at work, like a gumball dispenser or yeah. machine or something? Yeah, Benson. Benson. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And he's so, going uh, mental at him all the time. There's a Yeti with them. They have a buddy who's a Yeti who hangs mm-hmm. out. And he, he's yeah. got a real way, way of talking. And he's he's the voice of reason. That's a really it's good tips, impression, man. actually. Yeah. yeah. That, that's <laughs> who's better, point. him or Mr. Crab as a boss? Who would you rather have as a boss? Uh, well, I Benson. feel like Yeti guy, uh, you know, Yeti guy would help out with all their problems. You know, you go to him with anything, Yeti will solve them. There you go. Yeah, Benson's a better wasn't boss. The, uh, um, wasn't the jawbreaker guy the actual boss? Yeah. Well, the well, big the big headed guy. What was, uh, yeah, the big headed jawbreaker guy. He owns the park, right? Yeah, Benson. And where's the muscle man come in? I wonder if people that are tuning into the conversation now they're like, "What the fuck are they talking?" <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get let's get back on track. Let's get back so on Ralph track, everybody. Said, yes. Uh, Peter Butchit, I got to do the bat thing every time I say his name. So he said Butchit being um, booty gig, booty gig, oh, booty judge, booty <laughs> judge, the booty, booty man. Judge well, he, well, he judges booty. That's what he does. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. how being, I remember that guy's name. He's in. So we got the title. <laughs> he, he says being a Notre Dame guy and major libtard, it would be co- a classic member. But I suspect he wouldn't join because he'd meme himself into thinking the Knights of Malta wanted to kill him or something. Well. I think, like, yeah, I mean, I remember E. Michael Jones said that Buttigieg is kind of, like, astroturfed, and, like, he came out of nowhere in South Bend, Indiana. So, like, he's, like, immediately... And isn't he, like, kind of a glowy, too, or he's some... Was he, he like, a glowy in the military? Yeah, he got a direct commission through the Navy, and he was, like, some intelligence organization, but he got, like, a direct commission to 03, if I remember right. Oh, shit. There's that uh, picture of him sitting on, uh, like, a barracks bench, and he's got like all this. He's got like all this uh, like level three plate armor on. It's like he's never gonna see combat Action, within five miles. That's, yeah, that was. That's like that shit. one guy I remember. They used to trot out when Trump was elected. That Malcolm Nance guy. He actually was just like a barracks guy. He wasn't like actually in. <laughs> Here, here's that's it. That. <laughs> wow. He's jumping into the Halo servers, man. I guess <laughs> that's that's for action. The glowies they always have like. The meme of like they they use the thing like the office of naval intelligence which doesn't exist it's kind of like every time you see like navy and cia that's always suspect so yeah interesting Man, look at that you, <laughs> they should have a poster saying like uh people judge enforces gay rights or something i don't know uh, <laughs> but what i what i want to get rights enforcer what i want to get to right now the reason why i was showing <laughs> The reason why I was yeah. showing off that picture earlier, the one of uh, what he was actually doing, by the way, for those who think that it's a picture of uh, that bird guy, uh, Mordecai, jacking it, what it actually is, is uh, he's playing a video game, like an arcade game. And that frame, it only lasted for just like half a second and then just panned down. And he's so, mastering his joystick. Exactly. Some, uh, yeah, he wants to get the high score. And uh, Oh, he received a Rhodes Scholarship? Okay, yeah, he's a glowy. That, there, yeah. There we he are. He received a Rhodes uh, that's like uh didn't candy receive um it wasn't a Rhodes, it was a macarthur fellowship reason mm. <laughs> max candy i want to become a rogue yeah. scholar candy should have been a character <laughs> on a regular show he could be like you know made out of candy you know we have a gumball machine then there should be like a candy max candy yeah he should have taught uh <laughs> he should have taught them about critical race theory you know like if it would have <laughs> continued <laughs> 
if regular show would have continued, they would have had to introduce like a BIPOC character, you know, Ibram X Candy. He's like Candyman uh, if Candyman had dreads. Yes, exactly. Like, well, the dreads are made of candy. That's the whole point. Oh, there yeah. you go. Licorice. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Or Nerds Rope. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the raspberry. I remember when they came out when I was a kid, the raspberry one that you pull them apart, they kind of look like. Uh, Axel Rose's hair. Mm. Tim and Eric mm. had a sketch like that where uh, you can put in these hair extensions called candy tails. They're made <laughs> out of real horse hair, and you would use them to dip them into like this trough with you know like sugar and stuff, so you could suck on your hair. So they marketed it as a practical way to suck on your hair for the people who like doing that. Damn. And they even have a uh, candy tails for uh, boys too. And they had like this kid here. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a picture of this kid on the um, on the chat over here. One second. Hold on. This thing is. By the way, everybody who's watching this, subscribe right now. I don't know why you're not subscribed, but uh, here we go. This is the. Uh, this is the reggae kid with the candy dreads. This is what he looks like over here. <laughs> That's radical, man. No, 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 no. He did like the full... 90s cool kid starter pack. He did the full Jamaican accent. He was like... Uh, I'd be, <laughs> be terribly I, I, I'd be racist I'd be, Yeah. See, I don't even know if I want to say it. But okay, I'll say it normally. Fine, whatever. I'd be jamming with my candy tails. You hear me, man? That's what he was saying there. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my God. But, uh, but, but anyway, what I wanted to get to. I had corner was once in high school, by the way. Nice. Well, I keep, yeah. I keep, I want to get. That was a new metal thing. I want, I want to get to this so bad. I want to talk about what was happening in that uh, beautiful avatar of Metaphor Man. Uh, the, uh, you know, that back and forth action, because it is No Nut November. And I want to get all your guys' takes, starting with the uh, with the Man of Honor himself, Metaphor Man. What do you think of No Nut November? Do you approve it? Disapprove it? Oh, 100% approve. Um, I, I think there there's a lot of, and I even believe this too. You know, when I first came back to Twitter, it was like the, the first thing you do when you hear No Nut November is just like, oh, that sounds unhealthy. So you Google uh, what happens when you don't uh, beat off for a while, and then you see like all these all these Google results are like, Oh yeah, you might get prostate cancer. But like most of these, <laughs> That's most bullshit, of these by the way. exactly. Yeah. Most of these studies that are talking about that, you actually look at the data and it's like, Oh, well it wasn't conclusive, but we think it might be 30%. <laughs> it so, might be know, 30%. Think, yeah. But all if, 80, almost all 80 year olds have a form of prostate cancer by the time you reach the age of 80. It's like a yeah, late most older people do. Yeah. They probably didn't even control for age. Well, yeah. I mean, the only time that it could probably relieve if you have like an inflammation condition like prostatitis, then I'm not going to say it, the, the milking thing that they recommend, but milk, milking, <laughs> suck the poison out. You have to suck out the poison. <laughs> the, the prostate. Like the Simpsons. Uh, you can the, just suck them out. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually you suck the poison out when the snake bites you. In this case, you're sucking the poison out of the one-eyed snake. But, oh. Uh, but uh, anyway, actually, that's I, yeah. not true. You can't. You shouldn't no? do that. Suck the poison out. It's not. Oh, well, unless you want to get. I'll well, remove a couple of ribs for that one. <laughs> unless yeah. you want to get to methroditism, because that is something that people did back in the day. They ingested little bits of poison, and yeah, they, it was they were like, resistant. Yeah, yeah, true. And uh, we have so a metaphor, man. You yeah. were talking about uh, not not nutting, mm. not not cooming. Yeah. Oh, um, pretty important point. Uh, someone in your chat, I think it was Bernard and. I think one of my friends, Isabel, uh, 
we've gone what is this 20 30 minutes in and not a single mention of boob so i, I don't i think it's appropriate mm. to bring that up for the first time even the itty bitty <laughs> titty committee we got to bring them up <laughs> yeah we, we respect yeah. them all now in the hierarchy of different nipples yeah, do I you have, have any preference. Uh... <laughs> i don't care i mean if a, a woman's a woman to me yes but if you had to pick you'll like... take the ones that are an inch long and gouge you in the eyes I mean, everyone likes big breasts, obviously. No, but, but what about like, the, the nipples, like the height of the nipples? Do you like like uh, longer yeah, nipples, shorter like, nipples? Yeah, like Italian cinema, like popping out of the... Do you like ones that have like a saucer plate as an area? Yeah, I like the big aolas. I mean, yeah, the know, dinner plates. Yeah, the dinner plates. Yeah. Oh, there was this one. Oh, my God. When we were in school, there was this one chick that was rumored to have the, the big aolas. And we called her salami nips, and it's like oh, it was God. terrible. <laughs> I'm oh, very damn. sorry, Catherine. Yeah, that's a very <laughs> thing to have said, Geo. Cancel Geo. Hashtag I didn't Gio's call her done. that, but like other people like told me. Oh, this. sure. Like, you guys sure. are that's why you apologize. <laughs> yeah, well, I would never An do anything. Apology like is that. nothing but an admission of guilt, Geo. There was this other guy we bullied. Uh, no, I didn't bully him directly, but his name was Brandon. He was yeah, like I love Gio getting into the stuff with... like Henry Hill. Like, yeah, I never killed nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use the F slur day. on the bus with that one kid. Never happened. Oh, oh there was this other. Oh, well, I could tell you stories. But anyways, go ahead, metaphor. Man. This kid, okay, just really quickly. His name was Brandon. He had glasses. He was like pencil neck. I felt really sorry for him, actually. But they went to this Ottawa trip and uh, he, he, they wanted him like he wanted, he had this game boy color and mm. my friends told me this cause they were my, my best friends that had to like be in the room with him. Like there was four to a room and uh, he like, they wanted the, he wanted the batteries from the remote, but they were like watching the hockey game or whatever. And so he like took the blow dryer from the, the, whatchamacallit, the bathroom and he like started filling the tub and he fucking threatened to like electrocute himself if they didn't give him. So they're like, Oh, calm down, Brandon, calm down. And he like went schizo just like all of a sudden. And uh, I've never heard hide nor hair from him ever again. I don't think he has social media or anything. Wow. I don't know what happened. To well, him, you, so. you mentioned Ottawa and it's very coincidental because somebody was asking high school pics of Lev and Geo. This is the closest that I can get. So this was when I, I could uh... share my eyes. I, I oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. You look oh, exactly man. like Brandon. Holy fuck! <laughs> you look exactly like the only he had like a like if you had a cropped hair, you'd almost look like him. I'm not joking, Lev. I would have bullied the fuck out of you. Baby Lev, we appreciate that it, there was no uh, no hover handing there either. No, no. <laughs> I mean there was there was a slight lean though, so yeah, I got a couple of I got a couple Ooh. of point deductions for the lean. Let's see if yeah, I can find. Line. Let's see if I can find some other pictures over here. Uh, Facebook's kind of slow right now, but uh, but anyway. Uh, so you mean Metalev? Metalev. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> God That's damn it, what it's I called still... now. Get it right. I don't know. Facebook you... by Meta. Do you think people are going to uh actually that's the other question. Do you think that people are going to adapt to the whole meta thing, to the to the meta narrative, if you will? Or do you think people are going to still call it Facebook and uh meta's gonna go the way of the dodo soon and it's just it's it's gonna be like making the new Coke, you know, so you miss the old Coke yeah. and then you release uh Coca Cola classic and people are like, Oh my god, I'm so thank you so much. I don't know. Back in my day it was called Facebook. You know, one of those. Mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like when mm -hmm. Twitter had uh, fleets and everyone's like, oh, 
this is just like Instagram where they have stories. This is dumb. I hate it. And then they take them away and you're like, man, I really miss fleets. This space is. <laughs> nah. mm-hmm. But by the way, massive McGee made a comment here. Love with the goth girls. What a champion. Funny enough, the girl in the center, uh, she's, um, she's a friend of mine and she is a relative of Vlad the Impaler. So there we no go. Way. Nice. Yes way. Yes way. And she also, um, no, I'm not gonna. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spill certain beans. You know, certain beans have to be inside, just like the coom energy. Speaking of which, should you smash Lev? Should you tap that? I'm not. I'm not saying shit. Tap. Anyway, uh, ah, you did. Anyway, you did, motherfucker. You did. Don't lie to me. Don't start. Don't start rumors uh, unfoundedly. Just like the Japanese. Oh, the, was it Chinese or Japanese girlfriend? It was. Lev's it was both. Rumors. It was, it was Chinese both. or Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who knows the love lore can tell yeah. me. There, yeah. there was actually a song by Sick Animation called "Mammaries and Camrys" back when he was in, <laughs> back when he was in this band called the Gorillionaires. And uh, l- let's see if I can find the song. It is a great song. Hold on. It, one of the lyrics is Chinese, Japanese, any of these, as long as I can, I can make you my areola girl. Let me see if I can find the whole thing here. Gorillionaires. Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees. Look at these. So, okay, average centrist, do you agree with uh, Metaphor Man on his uh, on his stance when it comes to uh, uh, the uh, self porkature, if you will? Oh, the No Nut November. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I've never tried it, so I honestly don't know. I mean, maybe I should. I hear that people get superpowers and shit, so yes. maybe I should do it. What's the longest you've gone without uh, without jacking it, if you don't mind? Spilling, spilling the beans uh, here. Probably since I was a teenager, like fucking maybe like a week or two, maybe two. No, probably like a week because I had to for some reason. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why. Wow. Okay. Well, that's uh, what was that week like? Would you say that you had any kind of superpowers, any different experience in that week, or were you no, just really, really just, horny? Just a lot <laughs> of stress and frustration. Yeah. Just. <laughs> well, speaking yeah, of, I don't know. I don't think it worked out that well for me. But I do. I do entertain the thought now and again. I do oh. think like, ah, oh, can I challenge myself? Should I do this? But I've just never bothered. But like, if people can sell me on it, then I might give it a shot. Well, speaking of uh, stress and frustration, I would like to, if you don't mind, I don't know if this is private or not, like, because you did want to talk about this before, about the recent thing that happened to you and you know, the the uh, whole relationship situation. I don't know. Sure. Okay, we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, no, I don't mind talking about it a little bit, yeah. Okay, we'll get into that a little bit later, but before that, before, I get, to, uh, before I get to Tux, this is from a different sick animation song, uh, also when he was part of the Guerrillionaires called When I Lay You Down. So it says over here, right here is a song about love, a song about life, and about being a teenager at Bayside Hyde. And uh, check it out. When I lay you down in your bed to... Not, I'm not going to sing this shit, baby. I'm going to hold you down. <laughs> never, ever going to let you go. And when I lay you down in your bed tonight, baby, I'm going to hold you down. Never going to let you go. Go with the flow so you know how I do. Me and my friend putting dicks inside you. You're looking so good. You got my body <laughs> Then he got sh- me too. You're looking so good. You got my body in check. I want to fuck you so bad. Even my nuts are wrecked. And I like it when I... Bar- <laughs> and I like it when you bark like a poodle. Rough. When I slip deep inside inside you like a ramen noodle and then i'll tuck you in your bed all warm and snuggly sarah jessica parker is ugly it's one of my favorite uh, lyrics let me go down yeah, because, uh, you know i think I really identify with that because sarah jessica parker really is ugly 
I don't know. Does anybody? Does anybody have a? She was pretty hot in Hocus Pocus, though. Actually, Mm. yeah, when she was like 22, and then she just. And then like, I don't know if if the wall hit her or she hit the wall. (laughs) Bit both. Mm. We got a visitor. (laughs) Oh, oh my! Dog's better looking than Sarah Jessica Parker. That's a heckin' dogger. Now that's a good kiss right there. That's a dog. I don't know. Kiss. Horse girls have some kind of weird power over certain men. I don't know why. Would you make love to a centaur woman, Geo? <laughs> oh, God, no. No. Oh, that reminds me of the people talking about the dolphins. Geo, would you? Oh, now, I, now I hate myself. What is the dolphin thing? What is the dolphin thing on Twitter? I- I don't know. Wait, dolphin sex. That was part of a uh, goat say that's the X. That was what they get in a blowhole right next to it. No, no, no. Dolphins. Oh, that was like the um, what's the guy name? He wrote that that book, uh, Star Symbols or whatever. The, the dolphin. <laughs> um, I can't believe I forgot his name. The mystic. Like he's kind of like Rupert Sheldrake, but like he did the dolphin experiment. Where the chick had sex with dolphins. Oh, I think I know who oh. you're talking about. Uh, he also did a lot of LSD, and he yeah. came to communicate yeah. with the dolphins. Man, I'm trying to remember his name right now. Um, Paul uh, Davies. Paul Davies. Oh, no, there was another. Uh, uh, Francis Crick. I think Francis Crick also did something with the dolphins. But anyway, yeah. the final thing that I wanted to do here with these lyrics. Uh, okay, baby, you're doing so good, but I got a favor to ask. It's nothing really big, but I figured I'd ask. Could you call me Osama? While I terrorize this pussy like a suicide bomber, I'm gonna scream. <laughs> I'm gonna scream jihad while I pull out my rod and toss this milk and cookies all over your bod. So there we go. That's the uh, that's the song Poetry. called uh, "When I Lay You Down" by Sick Animation. I would love to get Sick Animation here on the show. Unfortunately, he doesn't do any podcasts whatsoever. He's just living mm-hmm. his life in California, formerly uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. But uh, anyway, ever okay? Before ever centrist, I just want to get through the rest of the panel here. So Tux, no not November. You're a Mormon. No not November. Be, this one should be No not November. No not life. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't nut. Wait, uh, so wait, like, wait, are you saying it's forbidden to masturbate in Mormonism? Yes. Oh yeah. Um so um I as uh because I went away from the church for like five years. Uh and I I got down a pretty uh hedonistic, uh atheistic kind of rabbit hole. And um, completely went away from it. Um, and I got, I was an incredibly bad coomer. Not quite like um, like a gooner level, but I was close. I was almost reaching gooner levels. And uh, I used, uh, I got to the point where I was using it as a, like a coping mechanism. Whenever I was stressed, I, I go somewhere and I just, you know. Um, but then, um, yeah, and it, I, now that I've stopped, I've been, I think it's been like three months now. I've been going. Uh, not my longest streak by any means, but uh, pretty pretty respectable. Uh, now I take that time. I, I work on um, projects like my uh, like my shit post bot, or my or I uh, go to the gym. Uh, you know, I I have like I, I have uh, instead of using all that pent up energy and then releasing it needlessly, I feel like uh, I've been able to get more focus and just I don't know. All right, I got I got a plan for you. I want you to become like the next Joseph Smith tier prophet in Mormonism, and here's how you do it. I'm going to teach you how to do the Wim Hof uh, breathing technique so you can start getting all that uh, primal uh, energy going up through your spine in the form of kundalini. Yeah. So you get a kundalini awakening, and you get the access into the astral realm so you can yeah. communicate with Jesus, with God, with Joseph Smith, with uh, uh, um, who's the other the bearded dude? You know who I'm talking about. Uh, Brigham Young. Brigham Young, yeah. yeah. 
yeah. So you can communicate. Yeah, you can communicate with them, and uh, you can get some intel, and you can um, make sure that the Mormons are going to survive the Dark Winter, and you'll be hailed as like the next the next prophet, and uh, it'll be really cool. So, yeah, I think big that, shoes to yeah. fill. Yeah, I think that there may be something to that, but I am curious though. When you were within the Coomer Gooner phase, who were your favorite porn stars? Oh, you don't want to know. Oh, so okay, God. so I'm a uh, okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't have a. I gotta okay, ask I'm this not, to everybody. By the way, to, uh, I'm gonna. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get the answer from Metaphor Man too. What his favorite porn stars are, but first, Tux, go. So also uh, something about me. I don't usually broadcast this, but I'm also a recovering uh, bisexual. Interesting. Uh, so, Ooh. all right. Yeah, luckily I really I like girls too. Um, so I just had. Uh, I got into because uh, you know after Twitter had the. Uh, the I mean after. Uh, what was the site? Tumblr had the big porn exodus. They all came to Twitter, mm. and for a while, I had uh, I had an alt account, right? And I just had uh, timelines of just anyone I found attractive. I mean, it was just so many. Uh, yeah, it was of all so kinds. So many. Interesting. If you were attractive, I was into. It was bad. I was, uh, and it was just like hours. But, but how, of do, how do you how do you define really hard. how do you define attractiveness? Bad. Like to you, what would be the ideal woman? Uh, or the ideal man, like what exactly qualifies <laughs> attractiveness? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, someone that takes care of themselves. Like I don't. I'm. I like someone that has like a nice, attractive face and takes care of their like body. Like isn't doesn't so let like themselves Tess go. So like Tess Holiday. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, she not maybe. Bad. All right, metaphor man, your favorite porn stars. <laughs> I. Tess Holiday, like, right? Uh, metaphor. Oh, like God. entirely, <laughs> entirely honest. I, I don't, I don't watch any of that shit. It just rots your brain. It, it fucks with your, like your reward mechanism. Yes. Um, I, I haven't in a very long time, like probably years at this point. Mm. But back when you did like porn, who were your favorite porn stars? I, Love, I why do you want to know so badly? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did some milf uh, ones in there. Get some later research. Yeah, Some, no, uh, it was never. Corey it was James, never like. Uh... It was never like the. You know, when you think porn, you think of like the. You go to an adult film store and they have like a bunch of stuff on DVDs. I never watched that stuff. That it's just so fake and disgusting. But yeah. It was always just like you know amateur. You know, if there was you know a couple that did something like that and filmed it, that was the only way it could be you know real. But yeah, now even even that is just it, it screws with your head. There are couples that like that's all they do is they film each other, but like they have different. It's really fucking weird though. Like when you think about that, like there are couples that film each other. It's like they have a whole like, like a thing. I don't know. It's really weird. It's kind of like, but it's probably like better than the mainstream like, you know, film porn like browsers or whatever. Like it's so I mean, fucking the, the world has gotten to such a point, mm. Geo, where nothing exists unless it's on tape. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, Gio, what about you? Fuck off. Talk about your mommy Maga milkers. Tell us about them. Yeah, you know, I, well, I, I mentioned uh, Persia Monaire, so that's... I don't know. I don't have a favorite lab. Mm. I don't know. He has a big heart. All my favorites are like 90s ones that don't, they got out. No, I'm kidding. No, no, those are the ones I want to know about. Who are these 90s ones? I don't know. Like, uh, There's this, 
Oh God, I don't know, Lev. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I was, I was, I was this close to, uh, yeah. to getting the information. And lastly, Charles... well, I don't know. Like, who are yeah. the popular like? Uh... I'm trying to think what's Ron, Ron Jeremy. That's your favorite. Oh God, <laughs> uh, Chrissy Canyon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too familiar with. Chrissy. Yeah, Geo is a compilation. No, I don't know, a compilation. <laughs> oh no, with the techno music. Oh, <laughs> oh those like, are so bad. Oh, don't you hate it when they got the music attached? I hate. Oh, that. oh I'm so yeah. glad Board I don't oh, see man. any of that stuff anymore. Awful. Mm. Awful. But, but you, what, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to like Geo admits to not living in that way. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. What's a good? What's a good milf one? I forget. Um, I mean, there was that. There was that Italian uh, gal back in the day, Aria Giovanni. Do you remember her, Geo? Was that the one married to Jeff Koons? You know, that was uh, Stott. What's her name? Uh, I forget. No, she I, was the blonde one. I think that in general, uh, she would be your type. I could be wrong, but, you know, as an Italian man, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think there may be something here. So I'm going to post a picture of her and Geo. Hopefully it's not bannable. No, 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 no. It's, go here. Up it's fine. Go. Here, hold on. This is. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. So what, what do you think? She kind of looks beat here, though, got to admit. Really? Got yeah. Drawn on eyebrows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fake, I mean, I don't like the fake tits either. I don't like that. That's mm. not my. Favorite. Yeah, I'm not a fake tits kind of guy. Oh, <laughs> a yellow girl. <laughs> she isn't even that good. Like, she's even that good looking. I don't know. I mean, I don't mean to insult her. I guess she is in some ways, but I don't know. A yellow girl doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know, my people whole... give her thousands of dollars. I don't know how, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Gianna Michaels. <laughs> Wait, Gianna Gian... Michaels. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Who's Gianna Is Michaels? She still around? I think she's still, or she retired. I think. I don't know. Mm. I mean, does somebody really retire from that job? No. no. The Geo compilation. Do not research. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, Geo's best of like Geo's best uh, uh, wax, best milk cream pies compilation. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like uh, the girls gone wild tapes. It's like, hey, I'm Geo. Welcome <laughs> to my tape. Oh, I mean, I don't like. Apparently, like, oh my god! If you Geo's <laughs> the wrestling girl. I don't know. Lita was pretty hot back in the day. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, no, like Ayala, didn't she have this poop treatment recently? We were talking about Biden, but she had this uh, colon. Uh, what do they call that? The fecal colonoscopy. No, no, it's so you uh, you end up replacing the probiotics inside of your stomach uh, through yeah. that process. Ac activia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate Lisa Ann and Alex. Yeah, I don't know. Lisa Ann night isn't that mm. great. I don't know. I mean, some people are mentioning. See, I should just shut up right now because I'm. I'm. Like, <laughs> we're gonna cut this. Some people are. Some oh, people never. Are, some people are mentioning over here. Also. Alexis Texas ain't even that great either. But I don't know Lisa Ann has her moments. I guess. Man, Geo, you should you should just make like a separate live stream where you just like review porn stars now. This yeah, is... like Andy Worski. <laughs> yeah, make one of those two lists. Like That's Andy Worski, yeah. Do, a tier list of, of the whoers. Yes, but no, not not even porn stars. Just in general, like as far there, as okay, I'll tell you this okay. one. I'll give you right. this one, Geo Pill. Um, <laughs> this is she isn't a porn star, okay. but she is like a nude model, mm. and she only did a few sets back in like 2012. 
I think her name, she was from Czech Republic. Her name was Marticia. You look up Marticia, nude modeling. For some reason, I became obsessed with this woman. And uh, I've never, she, her last photo set was like in 2015. And she just like dropped off the face of the earth. So there you go. Oh, wow. I'm looking at her yeah. right now. These are not shareable pictures, by the way. <laughs> But uh, I'm, I'm sure you could find just one of her face that you. I'm sure. Find. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gio, you remember we had that whole thing, which I may upload a little bit later with Liv Lindland. You remember that um, Norwegian oh, yeah. Playboy model? Like when it comes to women, I mean, these technically aren't porn. <laughs> these technically aren't porn stars. I guess it depends on the definition of pornography. But as far as like old school Playboy playmates go, just like representing the different styles of the time. That's one thing that I really loved about old school Playboy, that every generation, like from the 50s onwards, you would have women who do kind of like represent the time they're at and the various styles that come with that time. And now it feels in general, everything's just sort of scrunched up into this very boring, like like this weird anime pixie kind of like Avercentrist. <laughs> you were talking about the pixie thing being around for a while. Oh my God. I love, like every porn scene, they have to put stepmom just to like make it cool and legal. So that's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God! But uh, anyway, um, Everett, get Everett Luke Ford on. Maybe no, we'll get Luke Ford on one day. Everett Centrist, uh, you were making comment before about uh, the uh, pixie girls, like that particular style. You say that it's been around for a while, but I have been noticing yeah. a lot more of this kind of like anime-ish, like whatever, however you want to say it. Yeah, it's become more cartoonish over time. But um, but I always knew about it from like a teenager, like girls that would kind of like wear fairy wings and shit like that and they act cutesy and whatever and i guess this predates the huego face and all that kind of stuff but would huh. you know they kind of give off this kind of histrionic vibe <laughs> i guess you could say um but yeah to me it's been around for for ages i thought um but it seems like it's gaining like a new resurgence i suppose mm. and as far as uh, yourself metaphor man what do you make of, uh, let's say, uh, girls that you've interacted with online, just the general mindset today? Because we had all of these different conversations before about dating, about relationships, about where a lot of uh, single uh, men find themselves today in society. What are some of your thoughts uh, on the, all that stuff? You mean like the whole like parasocial relationship with online ones? Is that what you mean? Not just online ones, but in a way how the online world ends up streaming into the offline world. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably the, the the biggest one that I've seen has been like when a lot of people still use dating apps, right? And obviously women have far more success because it's like they just sit around and wait for everything coming to them. That's, that's how they're designed. That's how especially like Tinder and Bumble. Um, but you always see like screen caps of just hold up the phone computer send me some snatch <laughs> oh by the way Char charlie charlie con your mic is a little bit a little bit loud but that's because you have that kind of presence but yeah, yeah i picked up the mic i got i got too excited about uh, the computer sending me some snatch as you should you be full plosive <laughs> mode I mean, that's what's, gonna, that's what's uh, going to happen with Maida pretty soon. Like, I don't know if even Tux will be able to make it when you are going to have fully rendered anime gals <laughs> and guys at your beck and call uh, where you can completely feel everything. 
You know, like right now, somebody was, I remember we were talking about this before, where I found this weird furry artist on DeviantArt who was drawing these squirrel creatures, like with their tongues out. There wasn't even any porn there. There was just like these squirrel creatures. They had their tongue yeah. out and he like zoomed in on the tongue. So one image was the squirrel creature as it was. And then the next image was just like a, like a tongue with like the bumps on the tongue and that's what this person oh. apparently was into so i'm thinking like in the future that person would be able to have full access to any squirrel creature where he would be able to feel those bumps against oh it. no just like metaphor man's uh, beautiful dog misha was licking him he would have that squirrel creature you know the sa <sighs> i'm sorry i'm sorry to bring <laughs> oh. i've actually watched Fuck. i have an online friend who i've actually watched their descent into like full VR coomerdom. It's been a really amazing transformation because he's been, uh, he live streams it, like his adventures, sometimes on Discord or like the safe for work ones he'll put on YouTube, but like, it's, uh, it's been oh, a, it's a real ride. It's, um, if you've never seen in VR chat, like a, like furries doing karaoke, it is a trip. It is an absolute trip. Yeah, I bet that's a lot of fun actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, what's funny is the music is sent out by the server not by the the person singing so that there's n it's never in sync it's like way off oh. so they're out of tune because they're bad at singing and they're like not even close to being on time with the music it's awesome and they're just giant furries in vr oh god i mean that's what <laughs> facebook i don't think gets uh, i keep calling it facebook i know it's meta but i think this is what meta doesn't get because the world that they present it doesn't have any of those subcultures in it. Like, it just has very normie-friendly things, which I kind of get, but it's not mm. the same as VR chat. Because in VR chat, like, what is the dominating thing? It's like anime girls. <laughs> like, so many people are dressed oh. up as anime girls. And no, I mean, this is what it is. So eventually, <laughs> what is our world going to look like when we are going to be all of us uh, like it or not? Because look, this stream is going to have to get with the times, right? We are oh, going to have to. No, no. <laughs> We're going to be in VR, not on no. Zoom. <laughs> yes, yeah. Metaphor Man is going to be there with Misha. Misha's going to be, you know, also rendered. <laughs> and uh, But the problem is that I think what's going to happen. It depends on the moderation. If they, like, let us troll people, then maybe. But, like, there people you know. used to grief on Second Life a lot, but then they, oh. like, pretty much cracked down on that. No, they're still going on. I I, I know a guy that still does it. There's, he has this one, like, mole oh, cow that he's just, he just, it, yeah, his name is, uh, his name is Shaunas. And he loves him. And he just Who is like, that one guy? Um he just bothers he, him. He was trolling our chat when Brittany Venti was on because he's a Brittany Venti griefer. Um uh British guy, right? Bong, Brit Bong. Yeah, Brit Bong. Yeah. Oh god, I hope I don't summon him. B tier is now a VTuber <laughs> show. Yeah. Furries in VR 21st century horror body horror story. <laughs> Uh, it's uh no guys it's oh. coming and by the way like i Wait. keep i keep refreshing this image of joyce nazari just because this is a very weird thing like there's a very i think it's kind of a clever little banner that somebody put in this image hosting site and this oh. is what it's written on this banner so someone mentioned cory chase i mean cory chase is all right but i don't like chicks with abs i don't know i'm so, not that's not my thing. so this one over here says lots of real perverts can't handle crazy shit that's what the first one over here says. <laughs> Do you mean the website crazy <laughs> shit? What? I don't know what this is, but this was a Okay, no, th don't look. Banner. Please don't research. Don't. All right. All right. Five out okay, of five crazy psychiatrists. Crazy used to be more. Cool, <laughs> now it's just a porn site. Five it's out of like... five psychiatrists won't recommend crazy shit. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Another one here. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got that one. Uh, here we go. <laughs> the girl reading the song. <laughs> CHP's in the chat. All right. What's up, Zero? See what's on crazy shit now. Straight jacket not included. 
Okay, crazy shit used to have a lot more like brutal, shocking gore, but now it's pretty much it's kind of like the cousin to E fucked. That's what crazy shit is. Ah, uh, and of course, yeah. I, I think style project. Not that I know. Not that I have. <laughs> yeah, of course. It, but... Well, you're, you guys, oh yeah, I told you. You guys remember? Uh, you guys remember? There's like these style old guys project, like crazy right? shit that have been there from the beginning, and they're like, Style-y's I've been there be for right? forever. I go fuck, yeah. bro. You've been here for a fucking shock site. For like twelve years, the fuck are you doing with you? I, I think this one's my favorite. Geo is BBW. Yes, uh, well, not. I don't know. It depends. BBW is a subjective term. This one's my favorite. <laughs> you haven't seen shit until you've seen crazy shit. <laughs> that is oh. such a great advertising campaign. You don't need. You don't need any images. You don't need any uh, whatever. Oh, Just love! Someone in. in the chat reminded me about the ab thing. We have to get academic agent on because he was in the chat a few times popular youtuber and i totally 100 agree with academic agent you fucking zoomer coomers licking your fucking tomboy abs no none of that he's 100 right unironically wait explain. none of these fucking tomboy abs that you're licking because you're a bunch of weak effeminate murders. explain how do the you know they don't have abs too wait explain what? the abs pill. Explain the app pill, because I'm lost. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a here. bunch of little little twinks that want to lick the abs <laughs> of um, women who have uh, abs that because they're they're tomboys, and so they're like, oh my god, it's so cool. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's disgusting. It's degenerate. Women should not have abs. I 100% agree with academic agent. What if it's China? <laughs> Well, because of the hard labor, that's why they have abs. That's different. No, 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 no. I meant the wrestler. I thought you were well, talking. Okay, okay, if you look at her when she was off the trend and she was in Playboy, she was like kind of good looking. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Joni. Yeah. I mean, she had a tragic life, actually. Yeah. Um, China. One night, um, in, one night in China. Question, that that video know? was terrible, though. No, nah, probably not. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, there's, we some, have a, there's some good-looking female wrestlers. Like, I mean, we have a comment. From, uh, we have a comment, by the way, from the ABC one two three five US dollars. Thank you so much. Who says that ab, alien chicken? Abs, uh, abs are a, pretty good. abs are a feminine thing. So he disagrees with you. Uh, <laughs> you got a gun, guys. <laughs> you okay. have a gun. <laughs> For a real man, real Ralphie male. Matt, real Ralphie male. Metaphor man, do you, you gotta have a gun, dude? Do you approve or disapprove? What? What? My is your... gunt is much more girthier than Ethan <laughs> Ralph's. Age, so. That's that's what, great. What, what is your stance on the ab question, Metaphor man? I honestly don't have a preference, dude. I some people are like, you know, they're exactly like Geo saying they just foam at the mouth, you know, like they have rabies. Like, oh my god, abs. It's like, okay, cool. If it's there, then it's there. But I don't. Yeah. I don't. yeah. Mm. But I mean, I, if a chick with abs was into me, I'm not going to lie. I'd probably, you know, I'd, I'd marry the first e-girl that slid into my DMs. I'm not going <laughs> to So that's I'm me. I'm going to arrange Gio's marriage. <laughs> this is an advertisement. <laughs> like Somebody marry Gio Justin right Murphy. now. <laughs> I got to get Justin Murphy to arrange someone for me. So there you go. Yeah, we should do a dating show for Gio. We should get yes. a blind like, date. Yes. yes. I have one girl in my. No, I'm not. Let's gonna, have not Geo gonna. go on some e dates publicly. That'll work out yeah. real well. We can be like. We can be like the start of a spiral or anything like that. It'd be cool. cool. <laughs> you know. You know what's crazy though. Okay, like I mean, I mostly agree with academic agent, but um, Jub, Julius Evola, my buddy Matthew, he posted these quotes from uh, Metaphysics of Sex, where uh, Evola says that like the reason certain men are attracted to abs and women or like any 
masculine trait is because more if men who have more of like a lunar feminine side, they're more like they're trying to find that masculine side that completes them. So he's like, it's. Uh, uh-uh. did the, no. uh, did the app police get geo what's going on? Well, the, it's over, geo, the ABC, the they a- cut him off. They don't want them to reveal the truth. Uh, they hated him because they told the truth. Uh, the ABC <laughs> yeah. one to three, uh, five dollars who says over here, I have to pseudo force feed to get rid of my abs. They're a feminine thing, bro. I'm telling you. So there we go. And Cream Wizard 199, Geo call dominating a girl with abs feminine. What? So I, I don't know. I mean, we're going to get Geo back. We're going to figure this out, the abs question. But I do notice that in general you have. Did I cut of, out? Yes, you yeah. did cut out. When, when, when did it, where did I cut out? What, what did I say? Well, it was right when we were talking about the whole uh, Geo uh, dating uh, scenario, like the blind yeah, date. Geo oh. was ab pilled. Oh, it did it again. Oh no, Geo! It's they, over, Geo. Oh, it's because it's because I got to get an Ethernet cable to my new computer. So, hopefully, uh, yeah. So, okay, I think it's good now. Glow in the darks is silencing all this. Uh, talk yeah, I'm just supposed to run them over. Once he gets so, laid, he's gonna be so bad. <laughs> so, Matt, my buddy Matthew, he uh, posted this quote from Julius Evola mm. Oh yeah, in in Metaphysics of Sex, which I don't recommend the novice to read that. Because he says some pretty hairy things in there uh, of the uh, maybe potentially illegal variety. So, oh. um, so he says that the reason um, certain men are attracted to like masculine traits and certain women is because they're trying to find like their more masculine, like solar part of them. Because some of these women have more of a developed masculinity than even certain men. So it's kind of like almost <laughs> natural for like certain betas to like yeah. find masculine women attractive but what's which is funny because you could say that well would you say average centrist oh uh, it's just like a yin and yang isn't it of like male and female energy, yeah like yeah but what they even get about those with, the, with the those women rats. remember Paris the guy the uh, the little wimpy guy and the woman with the uh, the big feminine symbol on her shirt oh, oh yeah everybody yeah. i think people thought that she was a lesbian out of the new rugrats wait who is a lesbian well, I don't think she was a lesbian, but I think people thought she was a lesbian. The uh, you remember the twins, the twins' mother. Oh, on Rugrats, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she did have kind of like a lesbian look, but you know what's what's interesting <laughs> oh, though? Evil's book of theos. What's what's interesting though is that they rewrote here. Well, first let me show you an image of her, and you be the judge. Is this oh. is this somebody who looks like a uh, butch? A Butch Cassidy, if you will, over here. A Butch Cassidy. Oh, so, I on. think I'm remembering. Uh, hold on. That loading. voice that she had was amazing. Did she uh, have like a cigarette, like, bourbon yeah. voice? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a real bourbon type of... Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, boys. yeah. She's a massive leather. If you see, look at... Oh, <laughs> no, 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 I think... Look, look, look at her husband. Look at her husband. Look how... <laughs> yeah, see... Do you guys I think see how she thin his neck is? In college, but yeah, she isn't definitely. like a hardcore. She's bi. Mm. She's yeah. got a brother who has the male symbol on his shirt. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Is this they a Giga Chad? Because they were twins. Look at Elon Bust. Evola was a thinker of theosophies. <laughs> thinker of ironies again. Uh, but, look, but look at this guy's neck, by the oh way. Oh, God. This guy <laughs> is like. Typical millennial couple right there. Yeah, Rugrats called it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I I met the producer of Rugrats. Cream Wizard, you're meet... a twink in denial, Cream Wizard. <laughs> Don't fucking tell me that bullshit. 
<laughs> women, listen, a woman's sign of health isn't exactly fat, but it's when they have developed hip structures and they have a bit of the, as it says in Songs of Solomon, their stomach is like a bed of wheat with flowers on it. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> Don't give us bullshit about flat chest. No, because when women work out, like when they are athletes, they're, um, you know, the reproductive system is all fucked up. They can't, they can't have periods and shit. So don't tell me this bullshit that like women power lifters are natural. Mm. That's bullshit. So, <laughs> by the way, in the new Rugrats, because they made a reboot. Oh no! Oh God, no! That's nightmare oh. fuel. You see, oh, fuck. You see Grandpa over here? Oh, so appara- apparently, gra- Grandpa. Well, it's haunting. Well, there's more. Grandpa's apparently dad. He looks like he's been uh, token up in the garage. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa apparently pudding. It doesn't know what his life has become. Apparently, Grandpa came out as gay. So there was an episode oh. where he was. Wait, he had a blind. He had a blind Is that date. A here we go. So this is Grandpa meeting his uh, meeting his date over here. Oh wow! He's got a, oh he's got why? Game, uh, why? Oh my oh. God! That's uh, oh. L. Ron Hubbard. When did they come up? <laughs> No, 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 you know who that dude is? That dude, for those who watch Squid Game, that bearded guy, he's like that the guy with the golden tiger mask. Do you remember that guy? You know, pull him back no? up. I'll tell you who he puts me in the mind of. Dr. Zayas from... Uh, uh, yeah. He's got a Dr. <laughs> Zayas vibe going. When did this film come out, this remake? I think this year. I'm not sure. Yeah, I want to say it was oh, this okay, year. Okay, that makes I sense. I it. I just saw clips. So wrong. Grandpa's doing Lemon Party with Dr. Zayas. <laughs> well, they did a weird thing where the, the little black girl, Susie, uh, they made her into a baby instead of being uh, the same age as the older girl that was mean to all the what? kids. Uh, so now instead of having somebody that's like can push back against the mean girl, now she's just a baby like the rest of them. That's weird. That's weird. That, that is weird. That's a weird Damn. change. There, that, that's not kind of like the uh, multiracial representation I would have thought there would be like in Rugrats. You know, yeah. like why not have her be the same age? But yeah, this is Doctor. <laughs> this is Doctor Zayas over here. Oh. And... <laughs> Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Zayas. What's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, how did the rest go? Hold on. Yeah, the the Troy McClure version. Yes. Yeah. There we go. So. Anyway, uh, oh, rock me, Doctor Zayas. <laughs> we talked. <laughs> we talked about abs. We talked about Rugrats now, or the horror that Rugrats has become. Uh, Cream Wizard, one ninety nine. Geo on his twenty year bulk can't handle <laughs> the truth. It's dirty bulk. Massive McGee says, "Don't mind. Don't just bulk your body. Bulk your mind too." I mean, that's the whole. That's the whole point about Kundalini. I think where you get all the sexual energy. I mean, Robert Seffer, who I mean, I know he's kind of a Nazi, but uh, Robert Seffer, the Duck Whisperer, as I like to call him. Like there are things that I completely disagree with him on that I think are very bad, and then there are other things that he talks about where I do think he kind of red pills people oh. on certain. Ah, oh, goddamn it. Damn it, Gio. D- damn it, Justin Trudeau. It's Justin Trudeau's fault. Canada's, yeah. Canada's really Justo, going down the, the shitter. But uh, anyway, the um, the stuff that he talks about in relation to like all these mystery schools utilizing uh, practices, like breathing techniques and stuff, 
to get the sexual energy to go through the seven chakras and then come through the um, come through the third eye, come through the crown chakra, and that's supposed to elevate people into a higher state of consciousness. Now, uh, Tux, is there anything yes. within Mormonism that's close to that? Like, is there any mystery going on within Mormonism that alludes to these particular practices? Well, um, I mean, I haven't gone through all of Mormonism quite yet, so I'm uh, because of the uh, the time when I went AWOL. Uh, and for the five years of my life, uh, it was right around the time that normally like Mormons would go through the temple and go on their mission. Uh, so, I mean, I can't 100% definitively say, I mean, I haven't really uh, personally experienced anything like quite like that, but I'm very open to the, um, like I, I've watched your Tantra uh, episode and I, I quite liked it. So um, thank you. I'm open to those ideas. Uh, I mean, I can't say there's an official position. Sorry, didn't mean to cut it off. No, I mean, maybe this is something that is going to be able to... Will M says Robert... Of course you would say what Robert Seffer is based, Will. Get, get, out, get out of your bubble, man. I mean, no, I mean, look. <laughs> once again, I'm being charitable over here because there are certain things that he talks about, which I think is good, and there's other things that he says are references to, which is complete crap. So... What I like is I do like the whole, you know, Atlantis thing and the whole underground colonies, inner earth, uh, Vril energy, all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's all good yeah, stuff. Hyperborea. Yeah, exactly. Antarctica. Yeah. But at the yeah. same but at the same time, when you start uh, you know, defending uh the National Socialist Party while <laughs> you're talking about this, again, I think that's the other thing, by the way, metaphor man. Like I think that people get a real kick today out of being as edgy as possible, where they would be very open to you know, looking at history in a very different way. And uh, I'm curious, like, what what are your thoughts on that whole thing? Uh, and you've probably, I mean, you've definitely run into, you know, fast wave, all these kind of various mimetic energies that are going on. Where do you think this is going? Um, well, first of all, most of the people that do those edits, I don't, I don't know if they do it like full time or if they're graphic designers, but regardless of what your politics are, they're like some of the best editors out there. Um, we're talking like spending months on making like a 30 second 4k HD video. Um, and it's like, it's really funny. Uh, you know, it'll have some, you know, cool music playing. And then you start seeing like the, the spinning wheel of unemployment in the background. <laughs> the spinning so. wheel of unemployment. Is that your name for the black sun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I really like the... <laughs> I like the, the whole culture behind it. Um, well, maybe not culture, but it's like kind of the stuff that uh, Sefer talked about a lot before he got banned. Uh, I think he still has. No, he, he's on but... YouTube. He's on YouTube still. Oh, he's on YouTube yeah. as well. He hasn't gotten banned there. Okay. Yeah, he got banned off Twitter like two weeks ago. But yeah, oh. I'd, always, I'd always check on. He would always talk about like, uh, yeah, Hyperborea, Atlantis, the giant skeletons, that type of stuff. And that always like, that always interested me because it's like, okay, well, what is there's no such thing as like a Smithsonian task force. That's like taking people out and stealing <laughs> bones at a museum. It's just, it's just really funny to think like, man, what if no, but was, but was yeah, there people, if? but what were there people back then and <laughs> back in the day who were finding these skeletons that were hiding them? Like, how do we, like, how do we stop at a certain point and say, okay, like, is this something that I can find references for somewhere else to back this up? Like, the big thing, I guess, would be finding the actual South American newspaper where Admiral Byrd talked about, you know, alluded to the Third Reich still existing after uh, World War II. Like, that would be the big one, because that's the one that everybody always references. 
Yep. Um, and I mean, Antarctica in general is one of those like really touchy things because you yes. there is the uh, what was it like the Google Earth thing? Like somebody found a giant pyramid in there, and they're like, what? "Oh, it's it's not a pyramid. Don't worry about that." And then they like tried blurring it out so people oh. could go look at it. It's like, <laughs> what's the point if it didn't? You know, it, is that worth researching? There's a plenty of shit you see in the news that is just like, Dang. okay, you read it, and why did somebody spend time on that? But you see something like that, and you're like what's hiding under the ice you know what, so like there were kangs down there is what you're telling us yeah there's portals wow well if you think about it just from a uh point of view of existence would you rather live on the uh like in the inner core or on the outside where all kinds of shit can hit you you know like i'd rather live inside and in a way, Garden of Eden, you know, Eden, that was originally supposed to mean like enclosure. You know, paradise is supposed to mean uh. enclosure. So I think that makes a whole lot more sense that Adam and Eve, you know, not two humans, but there were, let's say, more primordial people out there who we are from, who we are descended from. Like, when it comes to evolution, this is going to be like one of these crazy theories that by no means do, don't take me seriously here, but just imagine for a second, okay? Imagine what if we did not evolve from lower life forms like the animals but the animals evolved from us whoa just imagine <laughs> that for a second all right i think i think it needs to take a bong hit for this one <laughs> yeah it's like that's like schizo reincarnation theory that's that's amazing <laughs> i mean just would you guys would you guys say if my fucking internet cut out i just we got to the uh phone. we got to the uh reverse reverse evolution pill that i uh, <laughs> talked about before so wait what about what though about agartha we're no, well, no, no, we, we got, portals. yeah, we, got, <laughs> we went to Agartha before, but no, here, I'm going to show you an example. You've seen that picture of the naked chimp, right? Uh, which one? Okay, I'm going to post a picture of a naked chimp over here. It's a very, oh, God. very beautiful creature. <laughs> Hopefully this is not going to get us taken down, you know, because it's a chimp, not a person. But here we go. This is the naked chimp. L look at this guy. Oh, I saw that Oh, one. yeah, they have that must, that, that hormonal, uh, that autoimmune thing. Where they grow like a lot of muscles it's like a no 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 no. the muscles are as they are he just doesn't have hair but look at his hand look at his Ooh. finger okay what so the fuck is that that's this is the finger of the chimp so to me this looks like a human finger so by no means do you take me seriously here this is just for fun but just imagine what if this was actually like a human first and then he kind of like morphed into this creature because it looks like a morphed hand you know it just looks like a like a hand that had to adapt to this particular environment so it like stretched out this area but the finger here this looks like a real human finger you know so that's just like a different way of just thinking about this whole thing so let's go back <laughs> so it's kind of like um it's kind of like a rudolf steiner's idea like how many of you guys are familiar with rudolf steiner nobody yeah okay yeah you, you, you kind of know geo so rudolf steiner's whole thing was that I only know Scott Steiner. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm sure he's living on the legacy of Rudolf Steiner well, but a Rudolf Steiner's whole thing was that human beings in general like we are the spiritual like our spiritual forms, the ones that existed before we solidified into matter. It was like more of like thought forms, like astral thought forms that then had to get used to surviving and living in this physical environment. So our primordial forms would be closer to the astral thought mm -hmm. forms that then solidified as opposed to 
appearing from lower life forms. So it's a very different way. Lower, I mean, like, lower physical life forms. Like, not the whole germ turns into, like, the fish, turns into the lizard, turns into... None of that. It's more of, like, I don't know, like, imagine, like, an Alex Gray painting or something, you know? It would be, like, Alex Gray paintings that then started to, over time, solidify and have certain organs. And then We those... started off as higher beings rather than, like, the other way around. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. the difference, Rudolf Steiner... So Darwinism... Get fucked. Well, wow. Rudolf Steiner talked about how there was a trade-off that ended up occurring in our evolution of self-consciousness, meaning that he talked about how people who, let's say, um, were in a smaller tribe and, you know, everybody's very close blood-wise, what ended up happening, according to Steiner, was that you ended up inheriting from your ancestors and from your father, grandfather, and mother and grandmother all of their memory. So when you lived, you did not think of yourself as an independent human being. You thought of yourself as the extension of your ancestors. But I know people are probably say, oh, this is based. But at the same time, you did not really experience, I think, something that we experience today, which is the feeling of yourself as just being this separate being and making choices and having a certain amount of freedom. Where, according to Steiner, they had less freedom back then when they had this... Uh, these psychic abilities and this connection to the whole. So what he says we're undergoing right now, he says that this whole experience is kind of like a training to become even higher beings through the process of individuating oneself from the whole and getting experience one wouldn't otherwise get. Mm. So that's why we're undergoing whatever we're undergoing right now, both like an individual level and as far as just the uh, various struggles we're going like with wokeness and all this kind of stuff. Like I do think that all of this is in a way like a human test. And then I'm sure certain prophecies may coincide mm. or not. I, I don't fucking know. This is, this is just what yeah. I think. I've always been taught that, uh, and I, I believe that, you know, this we are being tested on this plane. I mean, yeah, it's very much possible. I prefer to live on Agartha, but, uh, you know, this, I guess, is this is the fall. It's like you have to fall. Well, I think it's true up. because, like, to me, um, the sort of, like, orthodox Darwinism just makes no fucking sense whatsoever. So I think that's, like, probably closer to the truth. And uh, to Will's comment, was Steiner associated with Blavatsky? He was, but then he started his own thing. And uh, I do like his own thing for the same reason Styx does. I think it's a lot It's a lot more practical. There's not so much woo going on. Like, even though he talks about a lot of this uh, crazy stuff, at the same time, he has very practical things as far as kids' education. For example, like, kids today are not going to go for this, but it's interesting to think about. Where he says that when you have a kid, you should give them like a... Like a, like a tissue paper just like some crap so they can like use their imagination and turn it into their own character instead of oh, giving... like a cardboard box or something like <laughs> yes, give them... exactly yeah like, i like always just give... play in the box <laughs> like you give to the cat oh. <laughs> playing toys you buy a new tv called uh role play toys like, um, uh, oh god like no no like pretend uh, to be yeah. a Cop so like pretend a... to be yeah pre like with cops a... and robbers things or uh, like a little doctor's kit or a, uh, you know, it's like Ninja Turtle masks, that sort of stuff. But or like uh, dressing up as a giant bee and you pretend to be Indiana Jones <laughs> like uh, Lady and Randy. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. But, to, but to Steiner, even all that is too much. He went as far, like just so you understand just how 
very conservative this guy was when it comes to the stuff. He How didn't conservative even, was he? He didn't. He he did not even impro- approve of like blocks. Like he thought like building blocks that's too it's too much. What? <laughs> yeah. He wanted too much what? Dirt here, kid. Have some dirt. <laughs> oh, too much. Like oh, I see what you mean. Like Legos are too they're too in, um, imagination depriving. Yes. That's, well, yes. It's exactly. an interesting concept. Well. He, Legos didn't exist back then, like building blocks yeah. did. But to him, yeah. it's like the Lincoln building... logs. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, Lincoln yeah. logs because they were already formed. That's his thing. Like these yeah. blocks, they're already like created. <laughs> so his basic thing is, we need to teach these kids how to become future gods. So they have to utilize their imagination to create life where there is no life. You know, and yeah. you see what I'm getting you... at, right? Yeah, Hurt. I think it's expecting a lot from a child, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> But at the same time, he uh. his approach was that you don't teach your child like any complicated uh, concepts until they're mm. like uh, until they're they start teething. He even says mm. that when the kids start teething, that's when I believe it's their um, it's their uh, ether body that starts growing. Like before, he basically says that like the child before the uh, new teeth uh, before the new teeth come in, it's like a different person, and like babies like get reborn when their teeth start growing and then they get reborn mm-hmm. again during puberty so like they go through all these different <laughs> cycles so yeah it's a very it's very oh, interesting I through thing. a cycle that's for sure oh <laughs> recycle by the way uh, tux uh chris chan fan no oh yeah absolutely um actually i bought the um the what was the book that you guys recommend the um andy warhol christian book i i i've only got 50 pages through but i'm 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 liking it so far but i've been a little distracted by my shit posting endeavors and metaphor man any thoughts on what's uh i mean it is kind of sad just like the whole saga you know it was funny at first then it became or or did it become funny again Mm -hmm. in a weird sadistic way (laughs) (laughs) when it comes the letters are pretty good what about recycling? What? Sorry. Just but, like the whole Christian thing. Yeah. All about uh, Christian I think, and Jesus. Yeah, I no, think he's, I know, he's one of the most documented that. human beings in history, which I, mm-hmm. you know, over the years at first it was like, oh, check out this dude. He's a, he's a law cow. He's got a bunch of Legos and he, ha- he has Sonichu. That's like his, his fanfic thing. And it was really funny. And then it just became, he literally became a menace to everyone in his town. And for... Yeah over a decade he would just wander around and do like the absolute worst shit and he never got arrested somehow which was kind of funny um, we got and arrested course, a couple times or did he get yeah, arrested at the i think GameStop? there have been a few arrests he had a he had a trial but nothing uh, came of it like he didn't get yeah he didn't get sentenced. He did no prison time yeah gotcha yeah. but yeah i and think it, he's gonna it took i think national he's gonna news. do some time now well, oh, he's, yeah. ar- it, he's it already took national time. news for them yeah. to like yeah. finally lock him up for all the shit that he's done i hopefully i hope I hope so too. I hope they give him the fucking chair. To be honest, Geo, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Where will we get our content Fuck though him. if he's gone? There's uh, like a like an eighty part uh, series on YouTube documenting his whole life. Is like, can yeah. you imagine having like almost a day's worth of content just on things that you've done? It's kind of hmm. cool. I yeah. mean, the, per- the person the person that I'm more worried about as far as their effect on society, it's less Chris Chan and it's more that. Uh, that girl, the one who um, did oh, all that. Is it about Janky? Oh, yeah. uh, the one with the big jugs. Yeah. <laughs> so Nasty feet. Okay, who the wants big to... big bazooms. I know, who wants to describe Janky? So, Metaphor Man, are you familiar with Janky or no? 
I I have no idea who that is. All right, but... who wants to take it away? Show him a photo, Lev. I can try. All uh, right, so go Janky was She's up. So all that beautiful she is boob gross, footage. Though. She is gross. I wouldn't. I would. So, so um, you know, as Chris, as you know, Chris Chan. Anytime there's a someone he thinks is a female over the internet, he just trusts them completely, right? So Janky yeah. is this um very sadistic individual that uh, but um but uh got literal Chris, psycho yeah she's uh i think abused hamsters she um has met not like, just uh, abused she just she tortured and destroyed hamsters like she's what the fuck? horrible yeah she um she, but she also bullied people into suicide allegedly yeah at her college uh, yeah she like cornered that one girl that she had a crush on or whatever and like got really she's a, yeah creepy. she's a yeah it's funny like she hates like trans people so much but she herself is a lesbian which kind of makes sense because there's that like psychosexual like lust for power there in a lot of like like i'm talking like sallow you know uh type stuff here but you know oh, like uh marcus desaad type stuff you mean yeah like just it's very desaadi in her sexuality mm. Mm. Yeah, like her, her her sexuality is quite disadi, and like she finds pleasure in in like manipulating, uh, you know, yeah, well, well, not even, like apparently she yeah. also sexually assaulted the woman, but that's allegedly. Yes. allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. not not only just that, but also there was a fascination. But anyways, go go ahead, Tuxedo. Well, there's a fascination that she has with decomposition, like filth and grime. Oh, and yes. Yeah. Her feet. That's Don't also ever look up her feet. Disadian. Her toe. Oh, she, the nasty toe. Uh, what what is that i don't even know what the deal is with that but yeah, yeah so basically yeah. uh chris uh chris she's the one that got uh chris to uh spill the beans about his mother so uh yes yeah, so they were in like yeah. a voice call and she was like wow wow barbara you gotta it's it's pretty uh it's pretty uh, yeah she kind sick. of chris, encouraged it as well yeah she, she yeah, was, like, absolutely yeah. encouraging on. him to do it as well yeah which was and this autistic up. girl that she was sexually manipulating yep. That had a crush mm -hmm. on Chris Chan, uh, was yeah. the one that like reported it to the police because she's like the real innocent one. But apparently, Chris Chan be believes that by, uh, you know what, with Barb, that he is sorry, she is purifying, oh, yeah. and sanctifying her of the her letter. past sins because he is, she is of course, uh, Jesus. Yes, yeah. So. Yeah. There's five of them. There's like six of them now, the letters. Are there six letters? So. I've only seen the first like uh like readings of the first three and read the first three. Yeah, there's like six I think it's up to six. Now. Wow. Yeah. So these letters the from he's gonna read prison, he's now. gonna write my struggle in Oh no. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. And then he's gonna found oh, found the real I, CWC bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I stole that. I stole Heaven that on from Earth. I stole that from Mr. Catboy when he's talking about his Catboy. Um, when he, you know, who uh, his best friend Baked Alaska, where he said, "Oh, Baked's gonna write my struggle in jail." Apparently, Baked <laughs> Alaska is also going to jail now. So. Oh, wow. yeah, he's calling him. Yeah, about that. Instead, he's like, "No, I want to fight this," even though it's on video that he <laughs> that yeah. he harasses. Oh yeah, the, uh... he's like. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking go to trial, and his fucking lawyer is a piece of shit. <laughs> I hope baked meets Bird Schillinger in jail, and then Bird calls him Sweet Pea. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's an Oz reference. So wait, so all this time, oh, all, all this time, can you I think it was. Imagine Alaska better go to Hawaii Yards. 
There, were, there was oh. an assumption all this time that Bait Lassa was actually uh, glowing in the dark, that he was working. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, yeah, well, that's probably... I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, so now uh, no yeah, more of that. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe yeah, not. I don't know. We have a... I mean, if he's going to become a prison prag, fence. you'd figure the feds to get him out of prison from becoming a prag, right? Yeah. So. And, and by the way, speaking of cat boys, uh, I love know. the fact that when... Um, Anyways, St- about Christian, lo- I'm just... Oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Gio. Before, um, before that, um, I really loved when Sticks had the uh, for the debate with Nick Fuentes. Sticks had the cat ears, like he put on these black fluffy cat ears uh, during that debate. I thought that was a very nice touch. If you, uh, Tux, you know what I'm referencing, right? Oh, oh yeah, Catboy Cammy. Yes, Catboy Cammy. Yeah. Yes, I didn't see that debate, but I know who Catboy Cammy is. Yes, no, it was a it was a good debate. It was uh, pretty friendly. You know, I like that. Ne- neither between of them, who? Uh, between Nick Fuentes and Sticks Hexenhammer. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they said Sticks was a bit quicker on his feet there. I don't know. Well, but what I liked is that there was still some mutual respect, which I think is. Uh, I mean, like look, a every- cat. Sticks is quick like a cat. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so Lev, we gonna get Nick Fuentes on, bro? We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what. I'm we'll get him on. on. No, 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 no. If we're getting Nick Fuentes on, we have to get PPP on as well. Oh. <laughs> 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 see, I just, I just don't know what the YouTube situation well, apparently is. Apparently, so. PPP comes cheap nowadays. So. Yeah, he's really. Uh, yeah, he has to sell him. He has to sell himself now because he got kicked. He mm-hmm. got in a lovers' quarrel. <laughs> with the, with, <laughs> with yeah, server. With server. <laughs> Geo, did you listen to that song yet? By the way, "Darling PPP" that I sent you by Crystal K. Yeah, I listened to. Oh, it. All right, what do you I think? tweeted that at PPP. Oh, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> Who is that? Who's PPP? Uh, another another large Canadian. Mm. He shouts at things that he reads about. Th- he shouts about things he reads on the the farms. Not. I don't know. He does. any review stuff some now. Oh apparently. God. For those who wanna, for those who wanna listen to the song, it's "Darling PPP" by Crystal K. She's a uh, Jap, uh, J, J-pop uh, musician, and uh, she's actually half Korean and half black. Like I think her uh, father was in the uh, military, you know, uh, uh, American, and uh, met a Korean lady, and uh, she went to a great university. She went to Osaka University, and uh, she had a bit of a career in New York City, I believe, too. But this is a great song, "Darling PPP." I think it's from some kind of a Japanese series. But uh, Geo, thoughts on the song? Just what do you think of the song? <laughs> I want to know. Oh, I, I think Geo's gone. Damn it! Silenced again. Just dang it, just, just, just when I wanted to find out about the song, but uh, anyway, we're we're gonna get an answer. But no, nothing from PPP. PPP did not say anything about darling PPP. I don't think so. Uh, I think he just ignored it. Damn it! Okay, um, well, yeah, well, I was I was a little disappointed myself. We'll try again. Well, what do you think of darling PPP? Do you like that song? Well, just because I th- I like it because I know, because of who PPP is, and I thought it was funny. But um, it was it was, it was interesting. I can't I can't even remember how it went, but I just remember the uh, the hook, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's in uh, it's in Japanese, so I'm gonna have to uh, yeah. do the uh, translations again. But anyway, yeah. I want to ask uh, more about Misha. So, uh, Metaphor Man, that was an incredibly beautiful dog that we saw, and we keep seeing and You keep posting these <laughs> wonderful photos of Misha. The absolute cutest dog I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my entire life, the uh, Samayed. Uh, how old is Misha, and what is, in general, your history with this beautiful pup? So, she was born in February of 2018, so she's about three and a half years old now. Um, and 
I was like on a on a hiatus from Twitter since like probably the beginning of uh, 2017. So I came back in, I think it was like the beginning of August of the same of 2018, and I didn't even think about like, oh, maybe people would want to uh, see my dog. And uh, she was, so she was what like six or eight months at the time. And I was like, oh, check it out. And she was like doing uh, zoomies up on top of the couch and back down <laughs> and people really liked it. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. You know, that people would want to see it, but she's just, she has like, I don't know. All dogs have like their own personalities, but she just, she has like her, her own mannerisms and it's really funny to watch. And uh, I like sharing it with people because, you know, I, a lot of people actually haven't seen Sammy Ed's. I never did until um, going on Instagram and seeing like, these these giant white polar bears just dancing around everywhere. I was like, man, this is awesome. I want one of those. And they look so happy all the time. I don't think it's just, I think that there is a certain structure to a dog that denotes a certain personality they may have, you know, like there may be a reason. Maybe it's because the way that they were bred. What does it say over here? Twentis uh, probably has abs. Hold on. This is going all. He said, uh, he said Geo is uh, fast twitch dominant. <laughs> what? That's what the, it said. The comment. Fuentes probably has abs, oh. and he doesn't train his neck. Could he, doesn't train his neck. Could Gio? He eats too much. He eats too much McDonald's to have abs. I don't know. That's oh, it's by the way, by the way, metaphor man, you got to go right now. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here. What? Wait, didn't no, you? I don't gotta go. No? I was saying goodbye to Charles. Oh, okay. Oh, oh thank yeah. God. Okay. He's like, I gotta bounce, and he left before anyone could say goodbye. Oh. So I was like, oh, later, bro. No, dude, I'm, I'm oh, here for ex a bit. Excellent. I got okay. a lot of beer left. So here, here is the lyrics to Darling PPP. What? And this is the translation. Walking in town, walking in town with him. That's it. That's it. Happy. I wanted to walk around town with him. That's it. Take a rest when you're tired. If you feel thirsty, drink something. If you want to go home, go home. Just that. Be happy. I sleep when I get sleepy, but I sleep alone. I'm tired. Darling, darling, PPP. Darling, darling, PPP. Darling, darling, PPP. On a rainy day, after him early, it's sticking together. Even if you are waiting, will not wait at all. Sounds like a hassle. But I'm a good man. On the very sunny day, oh his sama all over your face. What the fuck? Oh his sama all over your face. That that sounds kind of. That sounds uh, <laughs> mm, pretty sussy. I have it. Oh my god! Look at this. I have a terrifying face, and then in parenthesis, I like that face. Then I have something to do. Or say, <laughs> what the fuck is this song? <laughs> or say, leave it in the middle of the road and squeeze it. <laughs> What? But it's okay. So, but it's okay, oh, darling, darling. Darling, I have to. You have to send me this translation. I yes. want to tweet this with my bot, like yes. at PPP constantly. Oh. Annoy him, darling, darling. PPP, <laughs> darling, darling. PPP. One day, so, one day, suddenly, goodbye came. Even if he can do what he likes, hit his hop, hoppy, like Hans Hermann Hoppy. That's how it's spelled. Hit his hoppy with his heart. That's okay, me. I was happy. I was happy, darling, darling. <laughs> PPP, darling, darling, PPP, darling, darling, PPP. That's the end of the song. Oh, oh man, that's it's, amazing. It sounds a lot better though when Crystal K sings it. She's got a great voice. You know what mm -hmm. song she did? She did the credit song to Full Metal Alchemist 
the second no. the second credit song. If you remember, it was the one with that girl, the one who does all the uh, mechanical designs, and that dog of hers, the one with the one metal uh, metal uh, paw. And they were like mm -hmm. hanging out and stuff. So she, I think the song is called Motherland. So Crystal K again, great musician. Also, she duets a lot with M Flow, which is one of my favorite Japanese bands of all time. Sing from the diaphragm. I wasn't singing though. That's the thing. Like I was just talking. So I mean, I should. You need to sing it. I, I need think. to sing it. Well, I mean, yeah. it's in Japanese though, and I don't know Japanese. Like, darling, darling. <laughs> <laughs> We should do a karaoke stream. We absolutely should. Maybe in VR chat. I think. Yes. Do a Christmas one. A Christmas VR chat karaoke. Christmas stream. karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Winry. Yeah, that's her name. Thank you, Massive McGee. Yeah. Oh, darling, yeah. darling, p p p. No, I don't. See, it's in Japanese, so I can't really do it justice. <laughs> But I, but, but I just love the fact that these Japanese lyrics, Japanese lyrics are some of the most amazing lyrics of all time, I gotta say. They're always so oh, weird, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They're always so weird. And a lot of, but it's not just weird. They're like, a lot of them are like poetry, you know? There's so much yeah. thought into, you know, like the blowing of the gentle breeze and the wind, you know, makes my soul rise up with the flying seagulls. Like there's all this, there's all this shit that's never in American lyrics, especially to you know, animation or just like any TV series, you know? And I think there is just, I don't know, is it pressure? I think that there is some kind of pressure that Japanese people put in themselves culturally to get them to such a state where they can do all this stuff. I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I think that's probably right. Like, I mean, they yeah, have like a really big, is. like, yeah, they have like a really big emphasis on like education and like doing like the utmost that you can do as a person, you know? So yeah, it probably is kind of to do with that. But I also think that like, sometimes when I see like translations of Japanese lyrics, they're kind of like, they're always like dead mundane and weird or don't make sense in any kind of way. Are you <laughs> saying like, they're done by Funimation? Glass of water, you broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, okay, here's the other, uh, this is from Hartsdales from the song Sweet Chick. Let me show you a photo of uh, Hartsdales and I want to get, I want to get Gio's impression of Hartsdales too and which one, which one he likes more. They even have a song called Sister Sister and one of the lyrics to that song. Sister, that, sister. Yeah, no, well the first, <laughs> the first lyric to that song, that was a, yeah, that, that brings back memories. No, the first lyric to that song was, which one do you want to be with? Come on. And then they start singing in Japanese. So they were basically challenging you to choose one of them that you want to date, yeah. uh, you know, and probably more than that. But anyway, this is, these are the Hartsdales over here. The reason they're called Hartsdales... Black fishing, I like it. <laughs> the reason they're called Hartsdales <laughs> is because they grew up in Hartsdale, New York, which was spelled differently. Mm. It's like H-A-R-T, but they spelled theirs H, you know, like heart, H-E-A-R-T. But anyway, here's a lyric from their song, Wet and Wild. So... And this is a translation, mind you. If the energy stimulus that pops out is not enough, hush, follow me. I take it straight up to the top of the world. I am the Boncho Excite, sparkling wine-like body that needs refrigeration. Steaming natural development I do attract. All boy, like a moth to a flame, like a, a moth to a fire, I burn, I am. Watch out for adrenaline side effects. Make you boy addicted with one time. I can't let go of my cerebral infraction after a bite. This thrill is... <laughs> this thrill is perfect. Check, baby, take off your clothes. Because it gets wet like this, say it. 
uh, let me rock you, rock me wet and wild. I pop the top, baby, jump, jump to it. Don't leave a- as it is tonight. Is the night all right? Countless thoughts. I pop the top, baby, jump, jump to it. Can't hide. Party people. Nasty, nasty, nasty boys. Rock, rock to the beat, beat all night long. Gonna get you wet, wet, wet and wild. So make some noise. Nasty, nasty, nasty girls. Rock to the beat all night. Gonna get you wet, wet, wet and wild so make some noise can no one hold me down if you fail just try try again serious game don't forget playful too easy mode oh no i stay focused it's a bad guy who breaks the rules breaks the rules oh, TV. Oh, subscribe they said it they said it it's a bad guy who breaks the rules that bind him uncontrollable emotions just let go chemical reaction caused from in quotes inside the body decide everything in monotone an ally of justice win the logging wolf boy you're an omen ain't going out like this thick nerves that can't go backwards i go naked one-on-one you and me the limit of patience to drive to sudden death countdown begins let me rock you rock me wet and wild the day i decided not to get lost made up my mind baby jump to it just you to you who felt strange made up my mind baby jump jump to it always look only before party people nasty 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 boys rock rock to the beat beat all night long gonna get you wet 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 and wild so make some noise nasty 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 girls rock rock to the beat beat all night long gonna get you wet 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 and wild so make some noise gonna rip you wide open say ah how about rip you wide open (laughs) how about how about see being hit by a nail a woman who is too clear go back where you came from cause I ain't got time for you achieve your purpose you snooze you lose don't stop till you get enough it's time it's time to get wet and wild i pop the top baby jump jump to it don't leave as it is tonight it's night all night countless thoughts i pop the top baby jump jump to it can't hide party people come on come on the day i decided not to get lost made up my mind baby jump to it just you to you who felt strange made up my mind baby jump jump to it always look only before nasty party okay it just goes on at the end (laughs) how long is that fucking song like Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, the speed run was like an entire three minutes just talking it. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I will. Okay, for those who want to listen to the song after this, I will uh, post a link to it, and I would love to share the song with you guys a- a- as well. Wet and Wild by Heartsdales, one of a kind. They have a whole music video they did in front of a fucking car, and it was rapping about the car. <laughs> Wait, this is like a. Did they do music for Initial D? No, that's another. No, uh, no that's another oh. Japanese band. And this one, oh. I think they did this one with Sweet Cheek, who was another uh, Japanese. Uh, let's see, by the way, the comments over here, because I was not looking at the comments while this was going on. <laughs> Japanese WAP. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to point that out, but I didn't want to take you out of the zone. Yeah, was, I didn't want to interrupt like the, the flow. One. <laughs> Come to the flame, little moth. Uh, isn't that a movie? Good stream should be titled Love, <laughs> Love the Musical. <laughs> Love the <Yeah>. Musical. Avasa <laughs> 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 McGee says, Geo had enough of this and left. <laughs> ah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm having internet issues. I gotta leave. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
be fair, I've actually got to go myself as well in a minute. My battery's running out on my phone. All right, so well, I think uh, I think we're going to be... Got, like... Go on, sorry. I think we're going to be... Wait, shit, before you go, uh, break up, go. Break up story. Oh, oh, what? I don't know. What do you want to know? know. <laughs> well, what, what happened? What's going on? Oh, man, it's not a very interesting story, unfortunately. But your, but your current situation, though, if you want to mention that, I don't know if... It's a weird one, man. Like, I don't even know what to say about it. It's um, like we drifted apart, basically, and I've never really been in that situation before. But it happened while a couple of months after we moved into a place together. So we got a contract. So we got to live together now. And mm. it's a bit... Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit, I have to say. Like, it's a weird one, man. It's a weird one. I mean, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to, like, divulge too much information because... Mm. You know, I mean, I still care about her. She's not a bad person or anything. I don't want to drag her down or anything, but it's just, um, yeah, it's just difficult, man. It's, it's difficult. a weird, weird energy when you're when you have to share something with somebody. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's more like, well, she broke up with me, right? But I've kind of taken it better, and she's still having up and down days, and then I've got to deal with it. And it's hard to know what to do sometimes because I feel like I'm trying to get in the mode of moving on. But at the same time, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. So it's a really like fine line to walk. And I don't know what to do half the time, man. Seriously. <laughs> it's it's mm. weird. It's Not a really bad. weird situation. Yeah. And uh, have I don't you, know, man. Do you have any agreements as far as like, would she see other guys and you see other gals during this time? And how would that even work out? Because if you're in the same place, like that would be... You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she's not that kind of girl where I don't think she's going to be running around town sleeping around with people. So far. Like, I don't think she's really that kind of person. Mm. Um, but I would like it if she moved on soon. <laughs> because I feel like if she moves on, I can kind of move on. Mm -hmm. And then it uh, makes things a bit mm -hmm. easier. And you're, you're both paying for the rent, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, mm -hmm. we've got to... We had to have the conversation about how we were going to sort out sleeping arrangements and bedrooms. It's like, it just makes you feel like a heartless bastard mm -hmm. when you're mm -hmm. having to have these conversations. Yeah, you got to turn the, reg like... the regular bed into a bunk bed and you got to flip a coin to decide who, <laughs> yeah, who's on top. Yeah, it's like, oh, it just, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare, man. Like, But I don't know, in some ways it's going well. Like, we're still getting on. Like, we, you know, like she has her up and down days and stuff, but we are still getting on and like, in a way, it's kind of like a nice roommate situation because, like, we do, we didn't, you know, we never not got on as a couple. It was that wasn't the reason why we broke up, but like, I don't know, man. Maybe we should have just been friends in the first place. Maybe that's just where we went wrong. <laughs> why? Why do you think you is. went beyond the friendship uh, stage? Well, because because this day and age, it's hard to meet a girl that actually wants to be a mum. And it's hard mm -hmm. to meet a girl that's interested in talking about like esoteric shit, <laughs> even in like a more even in even on a surface level way. Like you know, she was happy, even though she's not really into it. Loads like she was happy to talk about different concepts when it, uh, concepts when it comes to like young or religion or you know Freud and all kinds of stupid crap like that. And uh, most girls just aren't into that. I don't know what it's like in the U.S., but over here, like. Girls, they just, I don't know, man, they're fucking, there's nothing going on. It's just, uh, it's pretty difficult to find a girl that you can have like yeah. a pretty good, intelligible conversation with. 
More, so that drew me in. M- moral um, outrage prophet, by the way, said, "Shave your head and put up a flag. She will bounce." <laughs> yeah. just like, you just like get like a. Swast- but then I gotta pay full rent, man. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just imagining you like doing like a whole swastika tattoo on your chest, like American History X, and then say like, "You see this? It means not welcome." <laughs> Yeah, this is the real me. <laughs> now you know. This is the real um, me. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't want it to bounce. I mean, hopefully we can actually have a friendship. Like, I'm not one of them people that is friends with their exes, really. I don't actually believe in that. I think that's I think that's for fucking psychopaths, mm. usually. Yeah. But um, I think in this case, I think it's a situation where we should have been friends in the first place, which mm. is just one of them. And, you know, I think we both got kind of drawn in because we're both, like, unusual people. But we weren't really right for each other. But it wasn't one of them where it's like a big explosive breakup. It's just, I just weren't really meant to happen, mm. you know. Cyber Ninja Zero says he fell for the autistic women meme. Oh, that's yeah, a, yeah the same hide bit. <laughs> the you want a you want a woman to be exactly like you. You that's a guy. Yeah, that's an autistic man. And, and, and it's an, yeah, but look, man, I think that is what I need. Yeah, I think that is what I need. I need an autistic you, guy. You got to go into the. Uh, you Don't worry, go I got the... you. <laughs> I mean, look, pretty soon, if we're going to be me up in the, the DMs, uh, there you go, I'll slide right in there. If we're going to be in the metaverse and we're going to be whoever we want to be, then, you know, uh, request fulfilled. There would be autistic guys who would dress up as big titted anime gals. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. They would just have their own like virtual environment relationship. Like, what do you care if the person, you know, is like uh, 600 pounds and, you know, is a, a leper or whatever is going on with them? If they are a yeah. beautiful anime <laughs> girl with flowing blue hair like B- Bulma from Dragon Ball Z or Chi Chi, I don't know. Like, if you, uh, depending on which one you prefer, like dark hair or blue hair or whatever, like, you could have. <laughs> Have, you could have like one of the Dragon Ball Z milfs as your uh, waifu, you know, in the future. And you, can, I would like, go for it. I would fully go for it. Yeah, Zuckerberg, sign me up. I'm down yeah. for the metaverse. He's ready <laughs> for the Cat Girl Ranch. Yeah, man. Shout out to I, I don't uh, even know, Cat Girl can, Milk. Just to just to change subject a little bit, but like I don't even understand what meta is. Like I've seen some like things it, about it. Means it means death in Hebrew. That's what meta. Well, is. okay. I actually heard you say this the other day, but. That's not that's not what I mean though. Like what like what is the concept? Like I don't get it. Like I don't understand what they're trying to do. Like they're trying to re revamp Facebook, but it's VR. Like what is it? I don't get it. I think they're they're trying to capitalize off the success of VR chat and they're like, oh, it's gonna be just like this, but it's gonna be VR chat without all the things that make VR chat fun. Right. Because I just saw the only clip I've seen of it is where Zuckerberg's talking to some woman. And uh, Tim Pool. He's Tim like, Pool is in hey, there. watch this. And he just grows tits. I'm just like, is this real? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Is this the real life? <laughs> it it, it might, it could be. It could be in the future. That could be your real life. Yeah. I well, don't know, man. Things are getting hmm. strange. Well, the problem that I constantly bring up is that you lock yourself into another layer of the onion where I think we're already, I'm not going to say we're in a simulation theory, man, but we are (laughs) in a way in a certain, like I think in a certain enclosed space, you know, on this planet, let's say where there are these challenges we have to meet, but we have physical bodies that I think do matter. 
because if we're just using our minds and if you're just using these external things to like put up an avatar where we have like as much muscle as we want, we can lift. <laughs> it's not a challenge. We don't challenge ourselves physically. And I think we end up deteriorating from not challenging ourselves physically. And that does something to your mind. And I think that that makes you more of a slave to the machine. You know, I think that makes yeah. you be stuck in this thing. And I think it also prevents you from accessing the Akashic Records. I think it prevents you from accessing the astral realm, which you could say it's like the upper layer of this onion, where, you know, we're in yeah. this layer, then there's the astral realm, then there's mm -hmm. like, you know, successive other, you know, I'm not saying mm -hmm. that there's like particular realms and that's it. Like there could be like hierarchies upon hierarchies. Mm -hmm. I mean, both of you guys being Mormons, except for Metaphor Man, who, uh, I mean, just become a Mormon now and we'll just have yeah, a trifecta over here. But anyway. Yeah, perfect. But I do see like in Mormonism, I do see there being, even though I don't know Joseph Smith, I don't know uh, a lot of this stuff, I do see that there being certain hints at things that other religions and other mystery school traditions have talked about when it comes to us being a microcosm of the cosmos, you know, like the whole mm -hmm. as above, so below thing. And mm -hmm. I think that when you trap yourself into a virtual reality scape, you only get to interact with the things that allow to be in there, you know, and oh, the things sure. that are already known. And I think somebody even mentioned like with LSD, I don't know if this is true or not, but they mentioned that the information that people got with LSD, they felt like it was limited to the time when LSD was created as opposed to mushrooms, which ha mm. felt like older, like you're getting more, you know, deeper things there. Mm. But even that shit, like psychedelics, I'm actually against psychedelics, even though I did take psychedelics, that's kind of hypocrisy. But I think that psychedelics can definitely be misused, but not only that, but I think that yeah. it's, uh, it also limits the amount of self like willpower that you can use to get to those same psychedelic states. If like, if you're using something to do it, then you're not really training yourself. You're not training yourself to be a god. And I do think that mm -hmm. kind of like why people are here, like Rudolf Steiner said it really well. He said that eventually people are going to expand themselves outwards where when you are going around, you get to feel everything that's going on around you like you are mm -hmm. a part of it. You get to feel yourself. What the what the hell is this? Hold on, let me see. Shroomer, sorry. I didn't mean to Let me see. No, this is, this is perfect. Uh, Shroomer doesn't respond to their own name anymore. Hard worker, always happy. Uh, it's pretty much irrelevant garbage, but I just thought it was funny. No, no, it's very, it's very <laughs> relevant. Points. It's very relevant yeah. because you remember that thing I was telling earlier about Rudolf Steiner talking about like the ancient, ancient humans, how they had these ancestry links. I think yeah. it's a similar thing like somebody on the mushrooms because they do yeah. have a link to something deeper, but they're not free. Yeah, I will, I will say, I will say just before I go, like I've definitely had a few experiences on psychedelics, whether it was mushrooms or acid, but um, where I felt like I was tapping into information that I just didn't have before. And or should I say that my brain was in a state that I could access s subliminal information. So, for instance, like when I'm looking at a blade of grass, normally when I'm not in a state like that, um, it's just a blade of grass. But when I was looking at it on acid, I could see that it was a photosynthesis wielding thing. Like I had all this idea of like all the apparatus that was causing it to, to work as a functioning life form, I suppose you could say. And like, I was having like all this mad shit going through my main mind. And obviously that's just fucking acid and psychedelics in general, but I don't know. It just felt like my brain was like open 
in a way that is like really hard to access without it. it like I kind of see psychedelics as a bit of a lubricant in a way, like a, a brain lubricant that can like help you help open your eyes to seeing the world in a slightly more mystical way. But I do actually agree with you that they can be misused. And I do think that you should not rely on them for that. Like, but they are a good way to have that world opened up to you, if that makes sense. Um, well, I could give you this example. When I took uh, some mushrooms with my uh, second Chinese girlfriend, we went to Washington. <laughs> we went to Washington Square Park, and it was very magical and mystical. And we even had the perfect sunset. Like everything was just like perfect mm -hmm. there. But the problem was that my grandma almost died that day. My, my grandma. Like a refri our refrigerator fell on my grandma, <laughs> but it fell. Oh. No, no, everything was okay. Cause okay. the way that it fell was like like at an angle like this. So it's like imagine right. my grandma's over here and the refrigerator is like that. You know that's how it fell. Right. So she was. I mean, thank God. You know, knock on wood. You know, she was. Everything was mm. fine. But I kind of saw that as a warning. That like beef. Don't fuck around with this. You know, not well. It's like the duality, isn't it? You were experiencing life, but then there was a brief encounter with death. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. But it's always happening that shit all the time. Like it's just constant. Like there's just duality in everything. I, I always see it all the time. Um, that's why I'm centrist <laughs> because I just always am seeing the yin and yang in almost everything. You know, it's like when we were talking about the abs earlier. You know, and like guys that are attracted to that are seeking the masculine energy that they lack it's like fat girls that go after skinny guys you know it's all that kind of thing you know they're that, all they're, it's all out there that reminds it's me of another... i'm gonna have to get going because uh, i'm really tired and my battery's on red so well, I then average centrist before you go i just want to say uh, well first of all plugging your twitter go to guys follow centrist average on twitter right now you only have 59 followers you are not in the loop yet i'm gonna get you on the loop because you okay. fucking deserve it you are you are a great guy and you are a wonderful oh, poster thanks. and i really appreciate you being here uh I'm so, an anger poster, not a shit poster, unfortunately. Yes. So Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> we'll get you there. We'll get you there. Yes, Twitter.com/slash/centristaverage. Follow him right now. But lastly, I want to say that your last comment reminded me of this sick animation video uh, called "Ban on the Run," where there are these two edgy teens who were actually also like gay. But anyway, they or bi. They were one of these guys said like when he becomes like a big rock star, you know, like one guy said I'm gonna get tatted up, and the other guy said well you're gonna get all tatted up well i'm gonna get all fatted up in other words i'll fuck fat chicks because <laughs> they thought that that's what the mtv rock star life was about it was about fucking fat chicks and getting tattoos and stuff but Do you anyway, guys ever known of the uh oh sorry the rapper mickey avalon he's like a really skinny dude he's like yeah no no i, I got i gotta look that up later but anyway average yeah. centrist thank you so much for coming on yeah uh, and thanks I, a lot guys thanks a lot take care and i'm going to be yeah you too see you later see ya later, I'm going to be con concluding this stream, but before that, just the final super chats over here. So once again, everybody, patreon.com slash break the rules, become a patron, help a brother out. By becoming a patron, you are going to get so many wonderful things like uh, Tux, you are on the stream right now. And look, I would have you on the stream regardless because you're great, but you are a patron of break the rules. And that is how you are on the stream today. You got the link. You came in here and, uh, you know, like Julius Caesar, I came, I saw, I conquered. I think That's that right. uh, 
you really conquered the stream today. And uh, this opportunity to come on Break the Rules to speak with all these amazing people like Metaphor Man, this could be for this could be something you can have because I'll send you the Zoom link. And we're going to do these. We're going to have private Patreon streams as well. You're also going to get 20% off astrological readings from my friend Michael Scotto. We had a wonderful astrology stream with him recently. But on top of that, if you guys like handiwork, beautiful craftsmanship that you're not going to get anywhere else, my father does beautiful wooden sculptures that can be yours for uh, 20 uh, uh, for $20 patronage. And for $30 patronage, you're also going to get on top of that Geo's beautiful uh, uh, artistic prints. And $50 patronage is going to give you a um, custom wooden sculpture magnet. These are magnets, by the way, the wooden ones. They're magnets, and they're really high quality. And I guarantee you are going to have a great investment in these things because they really are pieces of art. So once again, that is patreon.com slash break the rules. We'll also have MP3 episodes that come out before they go to anywhere else. And uh, once again, people who are listening to this right now, some of you have subscribed. I think pretty much everyone has subscribed. But for those who have not subscribed, or for those who know people who might be interested in uh, this kind of show, send them the show their way. I would definitely really appreciate it because we got to keep growing right now. It is essential. And uh, all thanks to your help, we're going to make it. We're going to make it so. So, uh, yeah, and unfortunately, Geo's internet uh, cut short there. You know, Canada dealing with the dark winter early. You know, I mean, it does get <laughs> colder there early anyway, so it makes sense. But anyway, uh, final plugs of the day. So, uh, Tux loves you. People could find you at uh, Tux loves Twitter. you, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Tux loves you on Twitter. Tux loves you on GitHub. I also have a project called Sudbot that uh, until now I haven't associated it with my with my name. But yeah, I also wrote Sudbot. If you guys have seen Sudbot, can, can you say Twitter. a little bit about what Sudbot is? Oh sure. Uh, so Sudbot is basically a very big brained, uh, very smart bot. So so Sudbot, this is Sudbot running. But let me show you it on. Twitter, so if I can, here we go. Um, so Sudbot, <laughs> I love the penguin, by the way. <laughs> so Sudbot um, tweets really nice uh, copy pasta. So uh, let me click on his profile here. So Sudbot, he likes Rick and Morty, and he is very, very smart. Mm -hmm. um, if you mention him in a thread, uh, he will reply with a nice Rick and Morty quote, which actually is just a copy pasta, you know. So, uh, and he tw he tweets nice stuff, you know. He says when he turns on. <laughs> uh, I added a new feature recently that uh, made him like weapons grade because now if you use the pipe symbol, which is the um, like the long, it's a thing over the backslash on your keyboard. If you put that in a tweet, it'll do more uh, one or more commands depending on how many pipe symbols you have. So um, you can make it, uh, yeah, kind of blow up a thread. <laughs> it's pretty nasty. Oh. Uh, it's funny. Uh, so and it also supports images. Um, if you post an image emoji, uh, it will. Uh, It'll start a. Uh, it can add an image. Uh, you know, one of the canned categories of images that I've curated to a tweet chain. Anyways, it's uh off the. Sh you know, um, in the BTR Discord, which you guys should totally join. Yes. Um, I believe Sudbot. Uh, you know, shared a uh, a um a video of the <laughs> of it. Uh, a really long uh, thing with elevator music playing in the background, which is pretty funny. Amazing. 
And uh, <laughs> I, I really do think, by the way, that what is being built right now, like what you're doing, Tux, which I think is absolute genius, and what you're doing, Metaphor Man, on a daily basis with all of your wonderful uh, tweets, I think that yeah. this is a building up of a community. This was, I mean, it's such a hokey thing to say, but at the same time, I kind of do feel it. This is something that was talked about by, uh, what's his name, uh, David, uh, David Stapleton. Uh, David Stapleton, he's this libertarian dude. And he was talking about how now people who are living in different places, they have a, um, you know, they they may share location, but a lot of them may have different beliefs on the kind of system they want to live within. And he mm -hmm. sees a lot more of those people kind of joining together and building their own virtual communities from there and maybe investing money into build, getting physical communities, like buying land somewhere and then just moving there and, uh, you know, having mm -hmm. their own private police or whatever. And I don't know. I don't know if this is the future or not. I think some people are going to start doing that just because I don't know how much we're going to be able to, at least on a, you know, federally, I think there is going to be a need to have a night watchman or like government thing to make sure that, mm -hmm. uh, people behave themselves in the world you know mm -hmm. because you're always gonna have some bad actors who are gonna try to invade shit like that's just gonna happen like i know libertarians don't like talking about that but uh i really think that they don't consider the impact that that shit will have uh mm -hmm. in case like u.s military power is not as strong you know it's not gonna be great it's not gonna be the picnic you think it is but anyway <laughs> i think having that state and having these independent communities that is going to be the future but metaphor man the guest of honor uh let us plug you let us plug your uh, work. So twitter.com slash shitbiscuit. I'm so happy Twitter lets you keep that name, by the way, that nothing's been it's I mean, a good name. To, to be honest, I, I have nothing to plug. I mean, if you're here, you probably know who I am. Um, but what I really appreciated was my one buddy, Riv, and you were like the only two people uh, while I was banned that actually put out the, there's like a ping you could do to Twitter support. And it basically will say like, it, it's like a copy pasta that a lot of uh, like shitty K-pop accounts that get banned. They're like, <laughs> hey, so my friend at whatever got banned. Uh, they think they did nothing wrong. Here's the case number. Like you and him were the only two people that did that for me. So uh, again, I mean, it's uh, thank you. You know, I, I don't know if it actually made a difference. I think it was one of those um, something I actually didn't get to talk about too much here, which I wish I did. But um, the whole uh, suspension reversal there there was like this automated thing that basically said that all these people were bots and i was one of them and I, all i think it was is that people like spam liked a tweet or a bunch of people spam like multiple tweets and it looked like the numbers would go up like artificially so they thought all of us were bots and i think that's what got us banned and even after multiple attempts to try and appeal the suspension like uh you ping and twitter support they never actually looked into it or cared. And then they found out seven months later that all of a sudden, oh, we fucked up and I got my mm -hmm. account back. So even though I don't think in the grand scheme of things it did anything because Twitter supports awful, um, I really appreciate that, man. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, this is this is a I really think like we got to we got to do this kind of stuff. Like we do have to help each other out in various circumstances like this because uh why why the fuck not you know life life is too short and you get to meet people who uh you vibe with and uh that's how something gets built right i mean that's what that's what it is so uh metaphor man once again thank you so much for coming in here and i look forward to getting more of your uh, great tweets this tuesday we're gonna have uh six hexes and hammer 666 and jessica deloach who as i said before she worked for pete Buttigieg. 
booty judge and uh <laughs> that's gonna be an awesome stream we are also going to have uh let's see who we're gonna have one second Unsecunde. once again subscribe you know the drill we are on itunes we are on spotify we are also streaming this on d live we are also streaming this by the way on odyssey if there's one other request i want to ask of the uh, people who are watching this right now go to our odyssey site because you never know what's going to happen with YouTube. So here's the link. I'm posting it right now. Go to the Odyssey site, odyssey.com slash break the rules. Then the two dots, uh, live, whatever it says there. Let's see. It's Yeah, we are live. We are live right now on Odyssey. Four people are currently watching. So there we go. You guys are already here. Good. So more people come in there. And uh, here is what we have. So we have Six and Jess. That's on Tuesday. Then we have the Gush stream with Slush. So uh, Gush, this is a new podcast that are recently launched l- launched by Slush at Slush TV, a self-proclaimed YouTube extraordinaire, co-host of the Gush podcast. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be very exciting. We're going to talk about video games and stuff. He's got a lot of great videos. And uh, I wanted to try to get Turkey Tom on that as well. And uh, I do want to have like a Thanksgiving for Turkey Tom. Ultimately, <laughs> I want I want to have Spanksgiving, but that may be too much. I may save that for 22. You're going to see what Spanksgiving is all about when the right time comes. But anyway, uh, then we have Tuesday, November 16th, Count Dankula. Uh-oh. Whoa. Can you believe that? We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome right there. He's got the great Mad Lad series that I'm looking forward to. So, uh, yeah, and a lot lot more lot more great stuff to come. And uh, better bring a towel. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That one was too easy. That one was too easy. Okay. Guys, I got to go to sleep. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate it. Usually these streams are not so late, but it was well worth it. So, Good night, everybody. Night, night.